0: I like to move and move I like to move and move I like to move and move You like to move I like to move
1: and move I like to move and move I like to move and move You like to
0: Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to uh, what we just figured out is the 50th episode of I Like to Movie Movie, so thank you. Yes, episode 50. Welcome. Episode 50. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. And uh, before we get started on anything, we just want to drop a quick advertisement this upcoming Thursday, I guess, yes, is what it's going to be. That is. August 13th. Indeed. Uh, at Philomoka, as
2: usual, we have Movie Movie Live. This month is, you want to tell them? It's the Jason Statham edition. Jason Statham We are edition. just going to headbutt the entire audience for an hour and mm-hmm. call it a game show show and uh, give people prizes if they survive. You're going to get cranked, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay, We so will transport happening. you to another world of chaos and war. Mm-hmm. Blitz. That
0: reminds me. I should really uh, talk to all of our guests one more time. <laughs> yeah. Get them all going. Good going. Guests. What was that? Oh, what Did, I, just say? Hey, did I say guests? You did say guests did because say guests. today... That's kind of
2: funny, right? It is. We're watching my favorite movie of 2014. It was number one on my list last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently wrote a review of it that the director and writer uh, tweeted about a bunch, which was great. So what did he say? Good. He said it was... He, he, uh, Adam Wingard, the director of The Guest, the movie we we're talking about today, so that it was his favorite review to date of his movie. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. So, Wonderful. Uh, was and if you're cool.
0: listening, because there's a very real chance you might hear this
2: episode. Yes. You really
0: should come in and do an interview, man. Yeah. We would hey, love would love your, to have Adam Wingard
2: on our show if we could. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, and actually, I wanted to point this out, Dan. I kind of want to hold off on revealing what my review was until mm-hmm. we talk to some of our guests. Absolutely. Uh, about what they think the movie might have been about. I we should get through the whole movie first yes, before yes. we do and that. And then we'll, yeah. Uh, So, uh, for the guest, we have uh, uh, just probably the most guests we've had in uh, maybe 10, 15 Mm -hmm. episodes. Uh, We we loaded it up to watch the guest. Uh, So, uh, today we are welcoming, uh, I will start with Aaron Abramowitz over Mm -hmm. on the other side there. Aaron, say hello.
3: Hello, hello. Uh,
2: Aaron is a Philadelphia comedian, and next to him is Mecky Leeper, another Philadelphia comedian. Mecky, say hello. How's it going, guys? Hey. Uh, Next to him is Scott Pagnotti. Scotty Pagnatti. How's it going? How are you, buddy? Pretty good. How about yourself? Last time you were here, I
0: believe, was was the... Best of 2014. That's yes. right. You gave us
2: your top ten list for 2014. Yep. Did the guest make your list? I don't remember. I hadn't seen it. At you that hadn't point. seen it. Yeah, at I, time. Saw it uh, I, I wish after. it had
0: made my list. That was such a good year. Yeah. Um, it didn't only because it was fighting for the same slot genre-wise yes. with It Follows. Yes. Which, if you follow, you know I love. Yes. So, so uh,
2: it goes. Fantastic movie as well. Have you guys? Anybody else seen It Follows? Yeah. I just watched that last weekend. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm the one only yet. one can... that hasn't seen it. Mm. It was so expensive oh. to see. Watch on that projector. You're gonna have. A yes. grand old time. Yes. Yeah. It's good real call. cool. It's good call. Yeah. Great widescreen filmmaking. Yes. But enough <laughs> about that. That's probably gonna be next week's episode. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh
2: this week, the guest. Yes. Uh I love this movie so much. <laughs> this is a movie that I think uh uh, lives on its tone for me. The tone I of think it it's is definitely what, a genre film, yes. but it defies any genre. Yeah. Okay. Let's start there. Actually, that mm-hmm. was sort of how we started our conversation tonight. We were trying to describe the movie to uh, Aaron and Mecki, who had not seen it before tonight. I don't think. Uh, and we were like, okay, it's a it's a horror movie. Well, it's not a horror movie. It's more it's of a, a thriller. thriller. Well, it's it's kind of an action movie. Well, it's more of a mystery. And it's hilarious. And it's very, very much a comedy as well. Uh, how how would you guys, now having seen the guest, define the uh, the genre that it lives in? Uh, if you could or
4: would <laughs> genre wise is is tough because it 's got like just enough camp to yes. be kind of like a like a cute horror movie like, uh-huh. not like a vicious like slashing type of horror movie right uh, but it 's also got this like weird uh suspenseful like mystery kind of vibe it 's almost like a detective thing yeah when uh, I believe it's Anna is yes. the character mm. yeah when she 's pulling apart all the details and everything and trying to figure out who this guy is. It has elements like that, but... But well, it
0: parallels kind of how you're feeling. You're like, what is this guy's story? Exactly, you know, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're watching her with it. She's our surrogate.
4: Right, right. And uh, I think the way I've kind of boiled it down in my head after watching that, the the best thing I can say in a sentence... Is uh the guest is like if the Born Identity took place in rural Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> did that, they
0: did they declare Ohio? Is that where it was? No, I, Do I know don't show? know where it is. That's yeah. killing me to
4: know where where it, that takes. Place. I would love to assume that
2: this is uh you know the next town over from Haddonfield, Illinois. Yeah, right. Uh, which is the town in uh, at the center of they Halloween. love their pumpkins. I was gonna say oh, Nebraska, okay. actually. Okay. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much middle America. And I Will think we Forte can agree on that. From Nebraska, runs yeah. the haunted <laughs> house at the end. So <laughs> we all know uh, yeah, Middle America, I think. Right, that's that's what's strongly Midwest, suggested. Yeah, yeah Midwest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I sense some accents in there. So, yeah, yeah. I I love the uh, Born Identity comparison because that that uh, it was sort of often compared to that when it first came out. A lot of people sort of described it as Born Identity. Born horror, Identity horror movie. from
0: the point of view of like kind of of the association that built him. Right, at least right. at some point, you know, yeah. where it's. In the same way that that if you watch Die Hard from another angle, it's a slasher movie. Yes. If you watch Born Identity from another angle, it's like you got to contain this monster you've created. Yeah, yeah, that you is true. And in that yeah. way, it's a it's a bit of a Frankenstein story in its second to third act transition.
2: I would agree with that, uh, especially because you get that great moment where Luke says to him, like all of a sudden Luke becomes like a sociopath, and you're like, what is wrong with this kid? Mm. And the kid looks at him and he's like. Well, I wouldn't tell anyone because you're my friend. Yeah, which yeah. is a scene from Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. There's that little kid that he befriends, and then he's like, "Fwen." Mm-hmm. That's you know, uh, I I was fascinated by that watching it last time. That it very much is like Frankenstein's monster with a personality, basically.
4: Yeah, yeah. I actually thought that was one of the most interesting relationships that sort of developed throughout the film was yes. was between Luke and uh, David. David in quotes, yes. uh, as the credits showed him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that weird. Um, attachment that he had to David and, uh-huh. and the fact that he was like a lonely character the entire time was, I, I don't know, like it was emotionally charged in a way that the rest of the movie is kind of a little bit sillier or a little bit whatever. But that was like a meaningful relationship that yeah. kind of hit hard. In well, a, I
0: think it also harkens back to what was his relationship with his brother, his deceased brother. You know, it I would imagine at least by what 's left of this family that the brother was kind of the star child, yeah. you know Dad liked him, he was a tough guy, and this kid 's kind of artsy fartsy and yeah, so to have someone who 's like his brother to look up to but engages with him yeah is like I could totally see that, and we, that we I never, think and was, we never see
3: the brother right I believe there 's a photograph there 's a, there's
2: of there's the a picture in the very yeah. beginning,
5: I think he filled the void of the of that brother for yeah. everybody though he was the son to the mother in that way, he was the son to the father in the other way, and he was the yeah. Older brother to each sibling, as I guess the other one uh, the dead brother was. So
0: that's actually one of the things that, that I found so interesting. The first time I saw it was when he first meets Anna. When uh, mm-hmm. sorry, when uh, what's his name? David. Yes, David first meets Anna. The first thing in my head is like, Oh, they're gonna fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but he never even has an
2: inkling of that towards her because it's an older brother thing. Yeah. Totally, he he becomes a protector to her uh, mm-hmm. in a way. I think uh, there is a Terminator vibe going on in this movie. I think as well, uh, which uh, I mean, I, I'm saying that as if that's like an original idea, but we saw we, when we saw this. Uh, Last year, uh, Simon Barrett, the writer, was at the screening we saw. Uh, his description of this movie was uh, he had been working on a, a script for a drama about PTSD. Uh, and he had just completed *Your Next with Adam Wingard. And they wanted to work together again. And uh, he, was, he asked Wingard like, what he wanted to do next. And Wingard was like, well, I just spent the weekend watching Halloween and The Terminator back to back. I want to make that movie.
3: Okay, okay. That, that, that's I know, that what is. I want to make a
2: movie that's Halloween and the Terminator as just one you know story. Uh, so it has that Terminator thing kind of going on too, where he's this unstoppable killing machine that serves sort of as a villain and a hero, depending mm. on what I, I guess like what is benefit. I don't know. It depends on how you view who he is, but it depends on what is benefiting him at the moment. He's either a villain or hero. Mm. Is is maybe one way you could put that? I think. Uh... Where we should, uh,
0: where we should go from here is. Uh, I'm gonna ask you this. Tell us what the movie's about.
1: Yeah,
3: this is your first time seeing it. Yeah, no. Um, to me, it kind of just op- like you're kind of you don't know what his deal is, right? He's mm. so he's so charming. Like yeah. what's, so, the plot? what's the plot? <laughs> just like
2: describe to the the audience what the what the plot of the movie. Yeah, is. we spoil movies on this show. Yeah, okay. The audience that knows crazy. that going yeah. into it. We're spoiling the whole thing.
0: That's what I want to see is because you've never seen it before. Yeah, right? no, I thought it was so, kind
3: uh, of. Well the plot of I well I, how I when I first watched when I'm first watching it, I kind of uh I wanted let me think. Um fuck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No, it's no, good. it's because it's weird because he you want to root for him during this entire thing. Yeah, you're wondering yeah. why, like who is this guy? Yeah. And you can't you're trusting him, but you're obvious you don't trust him. Mm. That's one those eyes. That's you know, one of my favorite
2: things about his performance. He's fantastic, is as soon as he gets on the doorstep. He looks like this classic American hero that yeah. you immediately want to trust. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, and you trust him immediately. But yeah. there is something sinister about him the moment he's there, too. He's simultaneously like somebody you want to trust, but very sinister, I think. And it's a fine line he walks in that performance the whole time.
5: So I, I, I totally wouldn't have would trust have trusted him right away just because he says, oh, I ran here. And he's got the perfect hair. Nose, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, giant yeah, yeah. book yeah. bag on his back. There, and we did. But, but I, at the same human, time, yeah. it's, it, like I said, uh, at the same time when when, I, when he brings in the kegs, he's got one over his shoulder, he's carrying the other in his other hand, and he's not even straining. If I would ever see that in real life, someone just carrying kegs like that, I'd be like, there's something's going on. That guy's not, not, not <laughs> Those human. Those kegs are empty. Yeah. Not even that. Like, even with empty kegs, someone's going to strain a little bit, but... That's that's where I check out, and I think uh, I checked out at the beginning the second <laughs> time, having seen that, being like, wait a minute. He said he ran here. He's not sweating. His hair's perfect, just like every every scene in the <laughs> Super movie. Super
0: soldier. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll throw this out there. This way is what to go, I'm looking for. to is go uh, for missing uh, it, Mom. A plot synopsis. Sure. Just so that if you – I mean, I guess you have seen it if you're listening I to hope this. So. But if, if you haven't seen it, the basic thing is a, a guy comes uh, home, we'll say, yes. uh, to a family that lost a son at war, claims to know them, and then starts fucking shit up. Yeah. He like Rosemary Rosemary's
2: baby's the dead. It's yes. it's fucking yeah. badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a story of a, a a soldier coming home to a family who's lost a son at war and claims that he knows the son very well, and then basically uh entrenches himself in their and lives. Why
3: why does he do that though? Why what is what is his That's
0: motive? a great question. What well, his is, explanation his, yes, is he yes. considered it part of his mission. Yes. Because in war, I guess guys form brotherhoods and they go, You gotta say
2: Got to call Mabel for me, and you know, tell tell Mabel I love her, and then they do that whole thing. Well, I guess it was something like that. And even given the details of the story, where we know he's like this super soldier of sorts, right, from some sort of secret program, and they tell you he has a neurological condition where he was programmed to act a certain way. Uh, we could he keeps saying it, it, it. I consider it my mission to you know pass this information to you from your son Caleb that uh, he loves you all and to try and help and protect you. He says that a couple of times. Uh, so he is a programmable soldier who somehow was programmed to just go live with this family. I think we could reasonably say that that is something that occurs in this movie. That, that doesn't have to be the explanation, but the information is there to yeah, say that's I relatively think, what I happens. I
5: think he also... I mean, he made a comment like uh, to Anna at one point, if I had a girl like you back home, yeah. I wouldn't have ever uh, gone to war. So I think maybe he... Because we don't know his background aside from, you know, before the military. You don't know any of his family history. So maybe that was the family that he, you know, was looking for. Maybe Mm -hmm. he wanted just to play that role for a little bit before he moved on. And Mm -hmm. instead of moving on, shit hit the fan and Mm -hmm. he had to, you know, abort mission and kill everybody in the process.
4: Yeah, but that was that was the kind of thing that I was thinking which would really fit in with what Garrett was talking about that that maybe that was part of his mission to make that family feel okay after the passing of their brother right. that he would sort of reinforce her self-esteem by mm-hmm. making that comment. But a big thing is sort of like at the end of the first act, it seems like he fulfilled this mission to tell the family that their brother, you know, and son loved them and then his mission shifts to uh, now I need to disappear. And the only way to do that is to kill everyone, which is probably the only confusing element of it mm-hmm. to me. Well, I don't me. think
0: he ever goes into the I'm going to kill anyone until he gets word that his position's compromised, that she called the military base. That's true. that's true. And that's when he starts killing at least the family. Anyone else could just be, you know, he's just trying to get some guns.
2: Yeah, well, and right. he... Cash is easy to uh, get. Uh, he Cash is, is easy out. to get. And <laughs> again, he <laughs> considers it his mission to help them, right? So before it gets to the point where he's killing the family themselves... Uh, Which I agree, I think the movie very definitively says like, well, once he thinks his identity is compromised, he has to cut off all loose ends, right? Mm. So the family becomes those loose ends. But before that, he's certainly killed some other people, it turns out. Those are all in service of what he thinks is helping the family. One gets the father the promotion that he wanted. Mm. One gets this dirtball boyfriend- in jail, basically, because he frames him for a murder. Uh, The murder itself gets him the guns that he knows he's going to need because, I don't know if you guys noticed, but through a lot of the movie, uh, whenever you get those shots of him kind of like alone, like whenever someone leaves a room... Oh, he's staring at the horizon. Well, And he always looks at his watch, too. There's a couple times where he picks his watch up and looks at it. I believe that is supposed to indicate that he knows this corporation, no matter what, is on his tail. They're coming. I have a theory
0: of, in terms of... Maybe he broke out. Maybe he lit the fire. Uh, I think so. definitely They they
5: they made a reference that he broke I'm out. I was saying That's he
0: probably what. lit the fire. Yeah. Killed uh what's his name? Caleb or yep. whatever. Is that what the That's the son's, son's name, yeah. Yep. Son kills Caleb. Yep. But just, you know, as a sense of there is still soldiers' honor, whether they're programmed or not, where it's like right. I'm gonna go make it right for them. Right, right, right. Because they're you know, this guy was my buddy and I took away their son. I'm gonna go make it right for them. Mm-hmm. And then he got caught along the way. That yeah. would be my fullest interpretation. Yeah.
2: Mm. I I think it's like he 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 considers it his mission to help them and only to find out that this family is severely fucked up like I get the impression this family is not just fucked up from the death of their son but that they're just an uncommunicative kind of fucked up family to begin with like Mm. that son doesn't seem like he was that way since the passing of his brother it seems like he's always kind of been that way like
0: I said the brother was probably the golden child yeah yeah
2: So, so now it's just yeah that anchor's gone. Exactly. Mm. Uh, and so the I. Dad's a drunk. And yeah, absolutely. And the, the, and the mother is clearly just like kind of an emotional sexy. wreck. You Sorry, know? did I say that? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, yeah. Sexy lady. Yeah. Good looking lady. Uh, uh, good looking old lady. If, that was, if I was Leland Dorser, I was going to say he did I would well, be well for himself. My blessings. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I was actually kind of bummed by her character because she was like. I, she ended just, up having the least to do, I would say. The least to do, and was also like very thin and immediately bought into it. But she was interesting to have her be like the first. Character Because she was the most naive, if that makes sense. I don't think he would have gotten
0: in the door on anyone else. Right, right,
4: right. She was the one that that got him through the door. Well, she was
5: missing the most because not only was she missing uh, her son, I think she was also missing her husband, too. Because, I mean, I think... There's a clear distance between them. Well, he had the big drinking problem, you know, and, like, who knows if that was before...
0: The son well, even so, so he like to sit up at night and talk to the guy he probably did that with his son yeah. like, I have a
5: no, no no i 'm saying i 'm saying that saying that, that she, he's talking that about he, in relation he, he to the the wife. he filled the void like uh, david oh, okay. filled the void to the wife of the son and her husband because now the husband oh, yeah. wasn 't communicating uh, to her her husband wasn 't dealing with the stuff that he needed to deal with like like the school why didn 't the husband go with her no they brought David and David brought the you know david actually. Did what he you know, what a father is supposed to do and
4: He also you know. had that issue where he was concerned that he wasn't making enough money to garner her respect, which was a big problem, I think, in his mind
2: that he yeah. sort of talked about. Yeah, that's which is a really interesting moment. It's kind of the only time that David does anything to help the father, other than murder the guy that gets him the job. But like, with other than that big one, yeah. <laughs> with, with everybody else, he has very direct inter- he has very direct interactions with them, where he's sort of like trying to guide them or help them mm. with whatever weird advice he has to give them. Uh, he's the only one where the only thing he says to him is, "I think your wife respects you, sir." Yeah, uh, which is actually I think a huge heavy mo- like having seen it a few times is actually kind of a huge heavy moment. It's like something that that guy needs to hear mm-hmm. uh, and it's the perfect thing to tell him like listen uh, it, he's not just telling him about his marriage he's telling him about his station in life mm-hmm. you know he's like you don't need to be so concerned about your job and where you are and your placement and all like your your wife respects you like you're doing okay it's fun you know and that's kind of a huge thing especially coming from a surrogate son type character you know what I, mean? I think that also too like what you said
0: you
4: immediately like him that, that yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. That's, those, when you see him say that
0: to him you're like oh what a guy
4: yeah. those moments are the ones that kind of anchor him and humanize him like the interaction in the truck whenever he's talking to Anna and says I'd be lucky to have a girl like you yeah. and he says your wife respects yeah. you when he tells Luke that you know he should believe in himself and stand up for himself and yeah. like those are the only moments that anchor him because otherwise he's kind of a hilarious character who has this like burning stare out at the yeah. horizon or just like he spends a lot of time just staring just staring and it's like really funny in like the pauses that he takes and stuff and i get that 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 sort of establishes the tone of the entire thing is yeah, like absolutely. certainly a horror movie but not one to be taken seriously it doesn't take itself like way too seriously right. so you know what i mean but uh but those moments in those interactions where he's helping the family and and helping them kind of find their place that was already broken before he showed up are the moments that kind of make him like a real person rather right. than this caricature, I guess. And
2: also makes it like a really interesting sort of complicated story that's being told mm, because right. it's this guy that we don't trust and very quickly almost know that we shouldn't trust, mm. but he is like doing these things for this family. You're like, I kinda like this. Like yeah, I, yeah. I like what he's doing here. I like I like where this is going. Like there's that hilarious moment where he picks Luke up from school and like when you first realize he's who's in the truck and it's not Luke's mom, you're like, what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. up to something. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh the the whole like staring off into the distance
0: and that kind of yeah. thing, it's in a way it's almost a parody of just the the blank slate action hero, yes, which is when you're building a super soldier. That is that is what you build is you build what is essentially an, an action hero in a movie. Yeah. And so for this guy to be at least the movie's aware that he is this action hero in a in a weird world that you know has been constructed to be precisely that. It yeah. is the Terminator you know, though too. It's exactly yeah. the, the Terminator. Like,
5: remember the scene in Terminator Two where uh, they're in I think they're in a garage and uh, Schwarzenegger's like looking out and he's like I'll stand guard and he just sits there and they go to sleep and it just cuts the to the sun coming up and he's just standing in the (laughs) same position like he he even says he was doing that sleep yeah Yeah. 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 and that's what yeah and then that was another thing i noticed a second time did did, does he sleep (laughs) i don't think he does i don't think we see him sleep and i I think we see him staring out in the distance like from his bed or from his bedroom yeah, That's a great shot In the morning or at night several times Where yeah. he's not, you know, he's not sleeping So There were well,
4: other subtle hints too Where like uh, like uh he didn't know how jack-o'-lanterns worked Right Like yeah. is that not yeah. like the most common knowledge Like you pick it up sometime and before your And I think he even years? says You look at one and you know how it's done Yeah, yeah He
2: even says I don't remember how this works
4: Which is interesting Like yeah. did he have his mind completely right. wiped And then entered this program Right You know
2: uh yeah, uh, which is fascinating because I I I I think there's a there's a reading of this movie that we'll get into in a little bit where that
0: makes me think about a, a different line though. Yeah, go Let's ahead. Let's say his memory was wiped. Yeah, okay. And he says to Anna, "If I had a girl like you back home, uh-huh. I never would have left." Uh-huh. Maybe he he doesn't know if he had a girl like that back at home because his mind was wiped. Right. So it's a way of telling himself like. No, I never would have signed up for this if that was there. So right. I, I can feel okay about it. I, I didn't lose anything. Right. It's wild to
4: think. Well, he does also take time to have fun, which I thought mm. was interesting. Like yes. I thought that yeah. was a very uh, intentional decision to make sure that we see him smoke, we, we we see that he drinks, we see that he has sex, we mm. see. So that sort of eliminates this idea that like at the beginning like is he a robot or like is, like I know he's a human being but something is off. What was, I right. I first saw, was, he was he trying Was he trying to fit thought, in was, though? this guy's a robot? Right. I kind of figured he was. Yeah,
5: but was he just... Just trying to fit in, because maybe he is like kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen several movies and stuff where I there's think robot hybrids. he Joy from things, though. You yeah, but right. he, he, he doesn't take he, pleasure in stuff. He didn't get drunk though, because remember, uh, you can really put him away. And he, I mean, there's like six bottles around the mm-hmm. living room, and uh, you know the dad's yeah, was all say, stumbling around, and he goes, "You can really put him away," and he just. You know, I actually a, yeah, think he's not phased at all.
2: I think the whole thing of him smoking weed and drinking and stuff, I agree that it humanizes him in a way. And I think it is supposed to. I, I do think that this guy is human. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I think at the end of the day this is a human character. Oh, that, I think that he did was I think he's human. struggling that, with this right, programming right. throughout it. I think that's yeah. the most compelling aspect Absolutely. of the Absolutely. I think there was a true humanity to whatever this guy was before he became what he is now. Oh, he right? signed up with the best intentions. Yeah. Well, he also uh,
5: gets emotional at points, but he hides it, but at first you could see it in his face where he gets emotional and then control, gets it under control. Right. So that's the human
2: factor. Absolutely. But I think the drinking and the smoking and stuff is actually meant to illustrate that he is sort of superhuman oh, because every time it doesn't affect him yeah. at all. And the sex especially is meant to show you this switch that exists inside of him mm-hmm. where like she goes like, are you not into this? Yeah. And he's like, oh no, I am. And he flips her over mm. and then just like starts grinding her and she's like, wow, you are into this, which is an implication that like as soon as he realized someone was like what's going on with you? Yeah, About to compromise weird. his identity. Yeah. Boom, the switch goes, and he's able to get rock hard and fuck <laughs> a lady if he has to <laughs> right. because that's what, makes him, that's what makes him appear to be quote-unquote human you know, and, and keep his identity hidden. And, mm. that's, and that's, he does the same go hard thing. Go home. But he doesn't need those <laughs> things. He doesn't yeah. need alcohol. He doesn't need weed. He doesn't need sex. They're not, he doesn't even need sleep. They're not required for him to operate in any way, and it doesn't even seem like they affect him right. in, it, anyone, in any is meaningful way. Is anyone watch
0: True Detective this season? I am. No, I Okay, well that. I'm
2: just gonna make this joke for you, Scott. Do you think maybe
0: uh the David it was in the same unit as Taylor Kitch? <laughs> <laughs> Do you oh. think they're in the s- the same unit together? Possibly. Boom. For all you uh HBO watchers out there, <laughs> yeah. take that one, put it under your pillow. They both have the same personality as far as just
5: like blank robots. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that's Taylor Klitsch's horrible acting. <laughs> Did you just Taylor, call
0: him Taylor, 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 Taylor Kitch? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, wait. Hold on, I feel I just uh, lost the whole uh, line of thought. There, where were we?
0: We were talking about the guest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this movie was called The Gist. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you didn't you get, get the, the gist of the movie. Yeah, yeah.
4: Just a quick, a quick, funny thing about the party because we were just talking about the. Party. Oh yes, okay. Please. Um, and I'm absolutely sure this is something more to do with you know how they shot it and also a, like a purposeful style thing. Uh, but that party. Was very loud, and all of the characters spoke under their breath the entire uh-huh. time of the party, and I thought it was amazing. Uh-huh. Like, like the the shitty boyfriend that shows up that that used to date that girl that um, David had had sex with. Yeah, the guy before. that
2: looks like uh, that that uh, white rapper that won a Grammy last year. Mm, uh, uh, looks like MacLemore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MacLemore. Yeah, 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 the dude who gets his uh, Adam face Wingard. Smashed. We want to know how you
4: got MacLemore in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> he asked. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, like, everybody in that scene, especially that guy, whispered under their breath. And I thought <laughs> it was hilarious with, like, the booming music outside and everybody else talked. Yeah, I don't The know, music I just... drives home a hundred punchlines. Oh, yeah. There are yeah. so many
0: different just... Where it cuts to... Like, uh... The, when he's staring, they they move the shot. Uh, they move out of uh, Anna's window and oh, go across yeah. the house to so that song haunted David just standing there. But as soon, uh, immediately from that, there's a hard cut, Boom. soundtrack cut, punchline. Yeah, you know, they they do the the, the punchline thing. That's kind of And that's cool. really
5: where the movie switches, isn't it? Where oh no no, that's not where they the they do that a lot. Actually, <laughs> it's
2: sort of how he breaks up the acts in the movie is by those big sort of booming sounds. He right. sort of like takes you through an arc of sort of David being there in the house. And then, sort of the bow, and we I'll move on. I'll tell you, where the, the first arc. act
0: break is right after he kills the uh, the first set of people when he gets the guns, because immediately after that we get the you know we go I into feel like the like that's uh, pretty deep into the movie, isn't? it? Well, right then we go into the that's the first time where we go oh
2: he's yeah. killing yeah. for people. sure. I feel, feel like that's, that's the start that's, of the third r- act, though, isn't it? No, oh, no, that's no, where no, ar- because no. that's the first
0: so. time that they reveal the agency. Yeah, and so then the second act is the agency and the uncovering of who he is, and then I'd say the third act is the chase. I say it's yeah, when they sh- it, that uh, probably starts right at the uh when we paused it for the bathroom yeah. break uh, <laughs> yeah. The, uh Yeah, there were 30 minutes yeah, left. Yeah, lines, yeah, yeah. But but I mean each one is definitely a tonal shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wonder how the soundtrack lines up. I yeah, w- that's interesting could, actually. Well, yeah. it
4: turns it certainly in the third act it's more well, I mean there are moments where there's a chase and there's music for that, but uh especially in the scene at the end uh, there is this this intense neo eighties vibe that I oh, thought totally. was really interesting yeah. and yeah. lines up with the visuals and it's present the entire time but comes mm-hmm. through very very clearly at the end of the movie yeah. which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. Yeah, that I I
2: feel like this movie uh, intentionally wants to feel like an eighties horror movie kind of yeah. Um, but uh, but more as just a almost like a tonal setting, right? You know what I mean. More than it actually exists in that era. Yeah, if that makes sense.
4: Well, and we had to also talked about the outfits of the bullies as a it, perhaps yes. like a reference to that Absolutely. as an era or. Yeah. A-
0: High school is dressing like that these days. No, Does anyone have I a
2: line in the high it. school? And no. I don't think any high school boy is telling a girl, like, I'll show you some magic tricks later. That yeah, was such I, a weird and he also I that. of, that's uh, so definitely funny. Happening. That's the uh, that's the, the pickup artist shit. That, yeah. That's what that was a reference to. Because oh, really? those guys use magic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Remember Kyle Gas and Saving Silverman oh, yes, at the yes, very yes, beginning. Yes, yeah. That's a real thing. <laughs> there are dudes that use that as a method of this is a pickup artist term. Demonstrating value, <laughs> and they do that through uh, through magic tricks, apparently. Yeah. But those right. guys so, don't
4: get away with punching people ever. No, no. no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, those are the guys that get punched. He got punched. He did a couple of times. He got a yardstick. He got yards too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. That, that was a great line when he's like, "I broke a yardstick on his face." <laughs>
4: Awesome, <laughs> yeah. just really calm like. Oh, right. <laughs> awesome! One of, the, one of the funniest things David said throughout was uh, a response to something very serious being said to him, or admission of some kind, or uh, he just responds simply with like a pause and just an okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <which> is great. <laughs> What does he say to the kid when he's like, you know, they
0: they hit you, you hit him with a bat, you know, they you go to their house and you burn it down with their whole family. If, yeah. They're, yeah. if, they're, if they're
5: bigger than you, you bring a knife. If, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like, uh, if, Bring a knife to school. Yeah, yeah and, right. then, and then it, and I forget what the second line was. And then he's like, then you burn their house down. <laughs> you burn their, their house down with their inside. family inside, and said, what's the worst they can kind do of to you? the that's that First inkling
0: of like where we go. Is he being funny or is he right. off? Yeah. And then we find out. Very shortly after, like, oh, he's off, yeah, or he's yeah, on, yeah. or you know, whatever it is. No,
5: did he kill the? I think he killed uh, the the gun dealer before that, though.
2: He
0: did, did
4: he,
2: but th- but none of them
0: even,
4: saw that. Yeah,
2: and even that, it's unclear how weird or crazy he even is yeah, yeah. in well, that I think moment. Seems more Be- about
0: their non reaction to it,
2: right? He says that, and they just kind of like oh, let's pick jack o' lanterns, <laughs> you know? Yeah, go well, and, about their day. And him killing those guys, to me, you know, it, the, at least the first time you're watching it, before you sort of have the reveal of all the information, does seem like a robbery. You know, it seems like he's killing these guys to get these guns. Yeah. Uh, which well, then the cer- very
5: next scene is when you find out, because when he comes in, that's when you find, with the guns, uh-huh. you find out that his the, the dad's guns. boss got killed right. and the and his girlfriend. Right, right,
2: exactly. But in the moment, it seems like a robbery. It's It's not yeah. like, which certainly, you know, he murders two people. It indicates there's something wrong with this guy. It doesn't indicate the same things as him, like, handing a knife to a young child and being like, burn people's houses down with their families inside. You right. know what I mean? For
4: the, for the first bit, and literally until we find out that there are people dying at, and they're by like, his strategic hand to right. help his family, this could really just be uh, a military movie about PST, PTSD absolutely. with like, a strange tone. Absolutely. absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is how it started. That, I mean, that right, he, right. he was writing a drama about PTSD that basically turned into this much stranger, <laughs> he was like, more lighthearted. I think I really have something to yeah. say
0: here. But like, yeah, but... but, but what if we just, like, a bunch of people get shot in the face <laughs> yeah. and, you know, uh,
4: slamming their heads? It'll be crazy. We'll yeah, just do yeah. that. And we get you the know. guy from The Wire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's going to work out. We'll get Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Uh, I also, I wrote a note down that he is, uh, he's Nick Fury with scarier eyes and cheaper mm-hmm. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the best voice. I, and true. I feel oh, like yeah. he
0: could play, like, weak and, and falling apart and, like,
4: scary as shit. In e- equal measure. I had real nightmares uh, whenever I saw him. and He was in Lost, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. After I watched a couple of his episodes in Lost, I had What was his nightmares. character's name? Was it really? Abaddon? Yeah. Was that the character's that name? That sounds right. Something yeah. like that? I don't remember. Richard
2: Abaddon, I think, something like that? I know
0: no. in The Wire he was... Oh, no. Daniels! Oh, Daniels! Even before
5: The Wire he was in He was in Oz, of course. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And yeah. it was funny because he was an undercover cop in Oz. And when he went undercover in the prison... He had an African or Jamaican accent, which sounded a lot more real than his American accent. Which I've never looked up where he's from. I don't know if he's American or oh, I don't know, or if he's foreign.
0: Are you yeah, on it? Are you on it? Yeah, get on, uh, on, it. It. on it. Get on it. Because <laughs> yeah, he. I, I see the Nick Fury like with Reddick is pretty American sounding. Born in <laughs> New <laughs> Jersey. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Lance Reddick, newspaper editor. <laughs> 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 yeah. He, I mean, he, he that Lance Reddick to me sounds like like that's what John McClane could have been named. Yeah, yeah. you know? or uh, Ram Stockwell or whatever. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Ram Campbell. Ram Campbell. <laughs> Ram, I love
0: it. Oh my oh, god, it's a great it's like name. The Christmas. Yeah, guys. Little hint: if you are coming to movie movie live, study up on your Jason Statham character names. There are some doozies because they are
4: fun. <laughs> there are some doozies. Uh, Lance Reddick is actually from Baltimore. Oh, there Ooh. you go. So that wire connection yeah, is right there. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, well, but I don't he don't know. doesn't have yeah. the Baltimore accent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you wait, do,
0: do the Baltimore accent. You do it. <laughs> no, do it. You do. What's the line from uh, the wire? You always do it.
5: I don't even remember what it was.
0: He was like, you know, like, I don't know how you boys do your. Something like
5: that. Oh, no. That's from Sleepers. Okay. I don't know what it was like with you boys in your homes, but where I'm from, there was rules.
0: Wow. That's Kevin Bacon from Sleepers. <laughs> <laughs> that's still the same kind of accent, though.
4: Sorry. I grew up like 15 minutes from the Maryland PA border, and that was just like a nostalgia wave <laughs> in the face. Right and not, not a good one. That's not a. The, <laughs> people with that accent, uh, you know what i'm just gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go <laughs> that's a that's a fan. nostalgia a
5: tidal wave that just like takes out your home yeah yeah and floods your well body. around
0: here it's the yeah you fucking asshole yeah. dude, don't even start talking about the fucking eagles dude and then He's when you hear that nothing. you're like you know what i'm gonna get away before this gets out of hand and when you yeah. hear that you're <laughs> like there's
2: a child being beat somewhere <laughs> yeah. and another one on the way <laughs> fuck <Yeah. laughs> Uh, okay, so I do have a question that I want to pose to everybody. Uh, actually, especially Mecki and Aaron. this is your first time dollar. seeing it. Uh, who who is David? Like, who do you do you have a like? Do you have a thought? They never as give to, us like, an identity as to yeah. who David is. We just know he's not David. Right. So the question or would be: you, Hold who on, would is you even David? agree with that? Would you agree that he's not David? Or were you guys under the impression that he was I this think man that it David? Could perfectly be. Yeah, explained that he's David. Yeah, and he went to the plastic are surgeon you, to get fixed. Yeah,
5: are you trying to get at that he could actually be the son?
2: Uh, yeah, I do want to go there in a minute. Yeah. I was hoping to reveal that in about five to well, ten no, minutes. That, after was, after that, they, was, uh, that was
5: my <laughs> no, no. I, I never heard you say that, but <laughs> Whatever, I, that, let's dive into it. I mean, yeah. Who could he be? There's a, a that was of options. that was. I got that vibe the second time watching it, and yeah. I was like, it could be, but you know, there's not enough information? I mean, I don't... I think there
2: might be. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready to talk about this, well, but I'm curious this, if I anybody has... I think there
0: might be, but I don't think it's definitive. Definitely not. You know, it's just it's an not. interpretation that yeah. could totally be... Blocked, They're going to cover it know? in the yeah. sequel. Come on. Get
4: yeah. Right. That's a theory that I do find very interesting, but it's not one I latched onto to start with. I really Did read Did you think
2: about it while watching it?
4: I considered that he might yeah. be, and I considered the idea that the timeline might have gone that he already went to the plastic surgeon, right? but to me, it read more like he was calling the plastic surgeon to set something up, so mm. that was like a future thing and that maybe he well, was just he looking. Say he he was yeah. going to walk down to Florida. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that was my thing is that he was going to like get out of here however he had to erase his identity. That's why I kind of don't think that he's going to like kill them as the firefighter or whatever. I think he might just ditch and change his face and that mm-hmm. might be his plan. I think it was a situation where too many people knew who he was so he had to kill all those people. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I read it more and again it's because I had already made the the Born trilogy connection in yeah. my brain that this is a guy who used to be somebody else. He has no memory of that. And he's uh, trying to either retrace some steps or just start a new life because mm-hmm. he doesn't have any memories. And he wants to look different because he's afraid there might be some connections or people coming after him. But that's, that was my read. I, I didn't think about the idea that he might be the son. I, I actually, will say I that like that's, that read. What that's, I, that's pretty much what I subscribe to. Mm-hmm. That's
0: personally the read that I like to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: When I was watching it, I didn't even feel like he even really knew Caleb, though. Like he didn't mm-hmm. have any good Caleb stories Right, or just like, oh, <laughs> like you that's know interesting. That's yeah, really interesting. Yeah. I he, knew
2: him. All he ever says is I knew him very well. That's mm. it. Yeah. yeah. That he repeats that a few times that Caleb and I were very close. I certainly Caleb. wondered if Caleb was dead for sure.
4: Yeah.
5: He he says uh that you know he he keeps saying that he served with him but then it turns out at the end he says oh he was in the same experiment. Now when and uh I I caught this the this time I watched it when we first see the picture in the living room that mm-hmm. he's in, mm-hmm. I think he placed it there. Like, well that's possible because yeah, like, she comes
2: out from and she the goes, laundry. Oh, I room. never
5: saw that before. Cause she's arguing oh, with the husband. Oh, wow. And so like there's like, yeah. oh yeah, see, there I am in the picture with your son. Yeah. And oh, wow. and his and, hand
4: was on the mantle. Yeah. Yeah. He I was think, leaning yeah.
5: on it. Like I think I think it it's it's very open to the fact that he placed that picture there. Mm. And when they looked him up on the computer
2: it's a totally different face.
5: Exactly. So that, that's my whole thing. Did he get the plastic surgery beforehand? I
0: believe beforehand? he did. I,
2: I think that Before... they almost directly say that he has already had the plastic surgery. I disagree. So, so we'll, I, I completely disagree. This that's is m-
0: some inhumanly perfect plastic surgery. Especially because they have the picture where they're saying "looking for this guy," and yeah, you know, Daniels know. had the picture. Of I just his think maybe he is right. that However, other
2: guy. However, we know for sure, right? Okay, using uh, I'll actually use that as evidence. We know for sure because when they look him up on the computer, they look up David, whatever his last name was, on the computer. It's a different face that comes up. It's definitely someone else's face. It's that, not the guy we're watching. That's true. They look up David. It's someone else's face. So then, uh, when they show the picture, uh, when when Lance Reddick shows the picture and says, "Like, have you seen this man?" and she says, "Yes." they all look at each other like shit. Like, okay, so this guy that we have already been after, we know now is is claiming to be David. Mm-hmm. Or is maybe David. It's either a guy claiming to be David, that's not David, or is
4: David face change. Mm-hmm. Also important to note that that looked like a very purposeful mugshot that was taken yes. where he, unlike the rest of the film and every other time that we see him, uh, is very disheveled. Yes. What's up mm-hmm. with that? His eyes yeah, are, like, his eyes like eyes are actually black and blue as if maybe yeah. he
2: had just had some facial reconstructive surgery. Perhaps? I read the
4: black and blue like he was uh mentally uh, broken down. Yeah. And that was maybe a photo they took in the midst of this this training or mm-hmm. breakdown the thing. And again uh, a born connection yeah. was uh, there's a character in the Bourne films who talks about, uh, I think it's Nikki, I forget her name but anyway, uh, who talks about how they had to break down all the operatives to yeah. build them into this new thing mm-hmm. and that's what mm-hmm. I sort of assumed that maybe he was in the middle of this process and that's He's like the operative that escaped, or Mm -hmm. you know. But I don't know for sure. I don't know.
2: I so my big evidence for it, I for me is is the moment when um, the little brother. Why can't I remember his name now? Uh, Because he's unimportant. No, he's the Luke Luke, Peterson. uh, When Luke uh, says to him in the hallway. I looked at the plastic surgeon. I know that he lost his license because he was doing these surgeries to reconstruct the bones in your face. I understand why you would want to look like a different person because of the things that have happened and what you did. He directly says to him, you already had this happen to you. I looked it up. Mm. I he says, I know you're not David. I-, I looked him up and I know he died. Uh, and the way that he reacts to that, the way that David, quote unquote, right. reacts to Luke is the first time and the only time in the entire movie that he regards Luke with contempt. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he actually treats Luke very much like a little brother. And that's the first time, this, the, a thing we've glimpsed from him at that point in the movie before, like mm-hmm. this weird, like, am I going to have to do something about this? Kind of like, you know, look. He gives that to Luke for the first time, which to me gives credence to Luke's theory. If what Luke if he to me, he would it only does, react that mean, way it, to Luke if be Luke read was right. Other ways too.
0: See, I, you know, yeah. I and mean, it just could be he's like, This kid is digging into me right now. I don't now. remember he's Luke saying
5: into... you did have the surgery. Yeah, he, right, it, right. I
0: think he might even just be suggesting, oh, you would be looking him up because you want to go get surgery. Well, he does the
2: first thing on. he says to him is, I know you're not David.
0: Well, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, but he could that could just be an identity that he's stealing. Mm-hmm. I, I actually I agree that. He does look at Luke with contempt for the very reason that you're talking about, yeah. but I don't think the timeline is where you're talking about it being. Like, I don't think that that surgery has already happened, but I think that Luke figured out his plan rather than mm-hmm. figured out who he is or what he's already done. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that he Luke is like a couple steps ahead of him. And also, interesting uh, that you mentioned how that's the first time and only time he looks at him with contempt. Uh, even after this later turns out not to be true, but even after it looks like Luke has killed David, mm-hmm. David still treats him like a little brother who's oh, yeah. like done a pretty good job. He literally says, like I don't blame you. He, yep. he actually has a weird like three lines as he's dying. That's it's those, really yeah. funny. Yeah. And he uh, gives, uh, him, and he the gives the the him the Terminator thumbs, thumbs up. He did the right thing. He did the right thing. He says, you weren't bad, which mm-hmm. is a hilarious way to die. That's his last line. He says, you weren't bad. That that's a that's actually another question that that sort of raised for me is like uh, to you guys, who is the hero here of this movie? I
2: I think that it's actually the 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 uh, Micah character, uh, Anna. Yeah, Anna.
0: define Anna hero. Yeah. I mean, is it a requirement that it has
2: one?
4: I uh, I think so, and I'm not saying that in the mm. way of like protagonists, Like David is our protagonist, I believe, mm. but I think like like if I were to think about it. Uh, like, at the beginning, you latch on him and you're like, ah, oh, this is our hero, David. Like, he looks like a hero, mm. whatever. But he turns out to be the villain. And I think the hero is, to me, it's either Anna or Luke. Like, Luke, though his part may be small, but, you know, in comparison to Anna or David, I kind of got this vibe that he is a really, really important character who does exhibit change in a way that some of the other characters kind of didn't. Anna mm-hmm. is suspicious almost from the start. Yeah, David yeah. changes, but it's really our perception that changes. Luke is the only character who goes undergoes this transformation where he turns from an insecure, nervous high schooler who's getting beat up all the time mm-hmm. who grows through the events of the story and even grows so far to know that the right thing to do is to defend himself, as he learned, and to do that against the person that taught him everything he knows about being brave, I guess, mm-hmm. I don't which is interesting.
5: I don't think that like movies anymore always have to stick to the protagonist-antagonist
4: sure. thing, and I think
5: uh, that David was the protagonist and antagonist from the beginning cuz we knew there was something up i mean even going in just He's the way it was toned the main character. yeah and he was I the mean, protagonist I guess would be and anna, luke, anna, you know, anna was and anna right. turned into the antagonist just of cuz she was the black sheep of the family like mm. she was going against the father she was trying to uh you know going against uh david trying to like find him out and even luke and the mother turned on her so she was kind of the antagonist but she turned out to be right i mean if you were mm. to say if there in my opinion if you want a hero for the the movie, it was Anna, even though she was the antagonist at points, but... That's true, sure, she sure. did,
0: you know, I mean, she caused the conflict, but in trying to solve... Yeah, but it flipped, like you said, problem. it flipped yeah. because of our, our
5: uh, perspective and because of, you know, we knew something, knowing that something's gonna, you know, the shoe's gonna drop or that there's gonna be a reveal, and seeing that what that reveal is is he's a murderer, and he's, you know, just out to kill everybody is, you know, is a different story. Mm-hmm. Like when he... Blow- Blows up the diner. Yeah. That was awesome. all the it yeah. Is, yeah. It, that That's face, some awesome the face shit. that he makes, and he's just ah.
4: yep. That was uh, the first time oh, he sure. got like super theatrical about something yes, too, which yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, was yeah, fun. Yeah. He had passed that point; where he was just sort of like "fuck it" with a lot of those quick <laughs> yeah, murders yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. Like when he kills, uh, well, I forget the girl's name, who he killed uh, in the diner, and then when everybody else in the diner had to go, it yeah. was it was really funny. It was really, really no, funny.
5: he 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 uh, with the the dad because he yes. remember he he like gets out of the car, checks he if has he's that dead big comedic from sci. the, yeah. and he goes ah, yeah because he he didn't want to actually have to shoot him. He, yeah. he was hoping that he was dead from the car crash, but
4: yeah actually at that point i i did sort of think like oh it's like a strategy thing where he wants all of these murders to seem like accidents because some of the mm-hmm. other ones seemed like accidents and he i mean i guess he was a little bit lazy with the the shooting thing but then he covered that up by making mm-hmm. the other guy look like he yeah, was a problem yeah, yeah. uh and then i guess i thought like oh this car accident is supposed to look like just a mistake too uh and then that sort of went away i think i think it actually registered for him like you kind of see it on his face where he's like Ah, fuck it. And he, like, shoots the girl in the diner because he's like, I don't have time to... Yeah, I'll know. just
2: make a big mess and then go disappear. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I think he realizes in the midst of what he's doing, like, this is a repeat of the hospital. I just got to tear it all down, mm. redo my identity again. This is why I also think he already had the surgery. The They mentioned this hospital that gets burnt down a bunch of times yeah. and that that's how David died. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I I think that's just like, you know... Uh, and they mentioned this whole thing about uh, dental records. And teeth being stolen from that crime scene as well, and then yeah. they mentioned teeth being stolen from that mm. new crime scene. It's a repeat of what already happened. Mm. This whole that's scenario is a repeat of something that already happened. Yeah, uh, so I, he could be
0: going back to
2: the uh, the surgeon too, right? You know, exactly. Like that's what that's I guy, that's yeah. what yeah. I think. But and in fact, if you listen to the 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 phone conversation that you can only kind of hear mm. through the window when Anna's first getting suspicious of this. Uh, I've I've seen this is the fifth time I've seen the movie, so I've I've paid very close attention to that. You can't quite make out what he's saying, but I've heard it enough now that I do think there is a distinct "I need your help again" Mm -hmm. to that conversation. Now that's only in rewatching this a bunch of times and now having my own interpretation of it. So perhaps I'm putting that reading into it, but I don't know.
0: No, because you know what? I mean, it's one of those things where you know there's nothing that's specifically right. I know I'm not. Yeah, but it's there. It's yeah, definitely that's there. What I, think. I mean, it, yeah. it's not wrong. Right. There's nothing yeah. that says it's not there. Um, even when he's on the phone, uh, when, when you know, when you're saying, "It's yeah, I need you to do this for me again." Yeah. Just the the cadence of it, like the pushback against it. Yeah. Where he's like, no, "No, no, no!" Like I, this has to happen. Yeah. I could totally see a doctor just being like, "Dude, it's not going to fucking take. Right. We fucked up your face. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's not right. going to work." Yeah. And him just being like, "It has to work." Yeah. You know, it, it had.
2: You could imbue that onto that, I yeah. think. Part, part of my big interpretation of this was that this is so much Halloween that it is basically Michael Myers, but with like charisma. That was uh, was something I wrote in my review. Uh, the idea being that it's about a man who comes home. It's about a man who returns home. A man who... Uh, it, this a home
0: th- that constantly frames him next to jack o <laughs> Yes.
2: Exactly referencing
0: Halloween. <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> referencing Halloween.
2: Uh, and and now okay, so this is me stretching actually,
0: a lot. The uh, even in the the final scene when the shot with all of the masks oh yeah, them, mm-hmm. those are the Halloween three masks. Yep. from the oh, that stupid right. third one. Yes.
2: Those are exactly the silver shamrocks. That's right. Yeah. That's oh my god, what a fucking yes! You're yeah. right.
4: There was Deep also cuts. a there was also a huge reference to uh, the lady from Shanghai with the uh, the shootout scene that happens in the Hall of Mirrors. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have seen that. I've not. I've not. Right, super cool, uh, yeah. super cool old movie from I I don't even want to want to call Lady era. from Shanghai. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure that was a very intentional reference. I, I would imagine to that. so. Yeah,
0: the, this, this I m- mean, there's a ton of them. They do yeah. shtick from the shtick from the shining. Yeah, yeah. and there's a maze and he a traces maze. fake yep. footprints. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, it's there. There's yeah. These guys uh, know their horrors. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, was that,
5: Yeah, I. I couldn't place the reference, but it seemed like there was also uh, a major reference for when he killed the gun dealer and then the other guy ran off and he shot him. Was that?
0: I feel like I've seen that, I've seen that a lot. before where yeah. it's yeah. just the guy goes running off and they... What's the Bruce
5: Willis one where he kills Jack Black?
0: Uh, The Jackal. The yeah, Jackal, yes.
5: I haven't seen that scene in a while, so I don't know if that was it. But yeah, that that, that definitely mm. seemed like it has. I've seen that scene a million times.
0: Mm-hmm. It's the opening scene... It's just a more successful one of uh, *Inglorious Bastards*, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. am.
2: Uh, I, I, I. So this is me stretching a lot, right? Uh, what I'm about to say does not necessarily have details in the movie to totally back it up, but my interpretation of this David person is that he is Caleb. Uh, and that Caleb, before joining the military, uh, in fact, if you look at Caleb in comparison to the other men in those pictures, Caleb is sort of a doughy. Like he's he's like he doesn't look like a military guy mm. as much as the other
0: guys. The do. The picture they draw up on the computer when they when
2: they look up the identity
0: is doughy like that. Well, that's David. That's David. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm talking about Caleb, mm. their son.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the picture... that's what I'm saying. When they look up David, they get a doughy picture. Right. Uh, but I, I do think David is a different person than Caleb. Mm-hmm. I think there are two distinct people, Caleb and David, that are different people. And I don't. Th- and I think that the man we're watching that calls himself David mm. is Caleb. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, even Caleb even if I'm David wrong about that, I don't think that that guy that we're watching is either David or Caleb. And oh, David just, yeah, and they... Caleb are distinctly different people. Mm-hmm. So when they look up David and get a picture of a doughy guy, that is a different doughy guy than the doughy Caleb we see. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh. So, but uh. I so uh, and I'm now I'm putting too much stock into the doughy thing at this <laughs> point, uh, but they I th- my, I inter- some biscuits. my yeah, interpretation I like of this, uh, <laughs> is that he may not have actually like he might be that guy that went to the military because he he like needed the military to like like he thought it would change him and br- like bring his standing in life up, right? This might be a guy that. Uh, was bullied in high school. And so now he's come back as this super good-looking... He had a surgery to make himself this extremely good-looking man that he served with and was always like... Because if you if you listen to him, he's like, I was really close to Caleb. Like at one point, there's even a kind of a sexual tension to the way he says he was close to Caleb.
4: I did pick up on that.
2: Yeah. Uh, which make which in my interpretation of it is he actually is Caleb, and he probably did have some weird sexual attraction to whoever this guy is that he took his face. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, may, maybe maybe. Uh, but anyway, so he takes this very good looking guy's face to be this good looking guy and be this man that he never was. Right, and he returns home. To basically have vengeance on anyone he thinks wronged him or ignored him in some way. So you've got this guy Craig that he kills, right? Uh, and and his friend whose name like c- H- uh, Higgins, I think Higgins is the the stoner. That mm-hmm. that gives him Craig's number. Uh, they they have that weird conversation where he's like, "Why wouldn't you serve?" He's like, "What do you?" They have that really weird interaction yeah, 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 about the yeah, military wait, thing. Was that
5: was that Craig or Higgins? I thought that's that, Higgins. Oh, I thought that was
2: Craig. Craig is the uh, I, well. No, might no, right, you Craig. might be right, actually. You might be right. Higgins, Higgins is the guy he buys the guns well, from. Actually, yeah.
5: Higgins he he killed because he was robbing them, and, Absolutely. And Craig he kills because he was a loose end.
2: Right, but I actually think that. So again, this is me digging really far, but I actually think that Craig. Uh, is like a guy that he probably always thought was a piece of shit. He very much regards him the whole time as like this fucking guy. Uh, and when he talks to him about that military thing, I don't think that has anything to do with whether he gives a shit about military service or not. I don't think that this, this uh, uh, quote-unquote uh, uh, David character gives a shit about his opinion about the military. He doesn't care about this guy at all. In fact, if he knew this guy, which uh, again, my interpretation is he's returning home, he did know this guy. He thought it was a big piece of shit. And mm. he's, he's real ready to just fucking he murder kind of knew right guy. away, like, this is the guy who can get guns. Exactly, mm. yeah. Uh and I think he uh why does he help Luke fight these bullies? One, he is actually his older brother. He calls him his brother in the bar. He says can you get my brother here a coke. Mm. Uh which again, you could totally read that as oh, he's yeah, yeah. he's just calling him his brother because that's the easy way to sell it to this bartender, you know. Uh but, he, he, you know, he says, calls him his brother. Uh, but also, like, he might have been bullied. And, like, mm-hmm. this is his vengeance upon the type of bullies that bullied him. Sure. Uh, why does he fuck the hot girl when he clearly has no interest in that at all? Yeah. To the point where she's like, you're not even fucking hard. Like, what are you doing?
3: Yeah, and that, what's weird is that doesn't get him anything. Right. You know, well, that might be a control big, thing. Right? It, he wasn't into it until he had control. Until well, he was, like, had the power. Could,
2: exactly. Could be. My interpretation, again, just like he probably never would have got the time of day from that girl before. And... Now he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Why does he bring in those two kegs that way? He's impressing her in this house full of people that would have been so unimpressed by him yeah. before he went mm-hmm. and joined yeah, the yeah, military.
4: Yeah. Uh, and also a very legitimate reason as to why his relationship with Anna never becomes even remotely yes. sexual. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, also, I would say there is a weird... Actually, this time I was watching it was the first time I thought there was maybe actually a little sexual tension from his side. And this is only me digging into it from the Halloween perspective, which is... Michael Myers has a very complicated relationship with his sister, and I think this movie is aping that a little bit. But he has a very complicated relationship I with his like sister. I feel like any
0: sort of the tension would come from the fact that she clearly finds him Absolutely. fucking hot. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. if to me, the older any, brother, he gets whether off he even on that knows a little not, bit, it seems like. Oh, I mean, yeah, he knows his yeah. sister
2: was was. A hot little piece. Right. You know? And he says to her, if I had a girl like you back home, and if it is his sister and he's saying this to her, like I think there is maybe a little bit of a hint of something weird there. Mm. Uh but it doesn't have to be. And it, and if he is her brother, that's another way to explain away why it never becomes weird, sure. You know?
4: Yeah, that's actually I don't know, man. That was not my read of it initially. You're kinda of starting to sell me on that because and because and only because uh, there were moments in the movie that you just mentioned that kind of seem like he doesn't get anything out of Aaron. You, I think you were the one who said that he doesn't get anything out of that. Who said that he doesn't get I think anything Dan out of did. He gets oh, Dan. nothing out think, of yeah, the sex with the woman. doing it. it. Yeah, he gets nothing out of that. And so to me, I immediately register. I mean, like, I guess retrospectively, I was just like, oh, well, that was just to show that he's a human being. To right. show that he can like drink and smoke and have sex and whatever. Right. But Upon your sort of examination of that, I kind of feel like that might be right. That like, might be sort of vengeance for the life that he lived before he had this right. new identity, I guess. Right. Which is why it so, was interesting
2: to me that you guys talked about the mind wipe thing because I never thought about that. And if that's true, uh, now let's take those two things and put them together. Right, sure. that He did have his memory erased, but he is their son. That that's why he comes back here and why mm. he's drawn here. He doesn't know why. Mm. He doesn't know why he's drawn to this attractive girl that actually. So I don't is his know sister. if I go that far. Me, into I'm it. just saying, if you it could was read it that actually
0: way. him, if it is actually yeah. him, I would more subscribe to the fact Me that too. he's just coming back to look cool and then kind of gets in over yeah. his head and has to tie up the loose exactly. ends. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, another thing, I'll just throw out there to further it. You know, if I had a girl back at home. There's not a mourning ex girlfriend at any point in this. No. This guy, who's pretty, I'm assuming, freshly dead. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, uh, K, or, yeah, Caleb was the son, right? And I, they, I always, and, think and they have the big names.
2: concerns about the daughter's ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there was an ex, they you know, engaged, that, that he, he would, left, he left would behind, would yeah, I feel they like would've she would have existed. Yeah. And,
0: like, there was no, right? There was no, like, mention of it. So,
2: so if this guy is from this town, that left home, you know, I got nothing here. That's yeah. That, that again. That's just my reading of I'm it. I'm gonna be a rock star. Yeah. You'll see. It's it maybe
0: was. maybe
5: it was actually C- Caleb and David were just boyfriends. I I I, <laughs> I legitimately gonna,
2: think yeah. that that could be the case. I I like thought about that watching it because Caleb. there is some weird stuff. The way he says like we were really close. He I either read that as like
4: I am him yes. or I when I when I first heard that and before like all of this other stuff unraveled because it was the first time I watched it. I remember very specifically thinking, like, was is that a hint at, like, yeah. uh, did they have a relationship? Was right. that, like, you know what I mean? So that's, there might be some real... Or it could be him saying, I am Caleb. That's, uh, that was or how yeah, I yeah. read it. it. Just to that. throw it
0: out there, it could just be him, like, we were, we served together. Totally. We're tight. I, I so also, forever, I also you know? think
5: another reason, I mean, I'm not, I, I I think that, yeah, there's enough evidence to support that it could be It's a Caleb. theory that works, I think. And, yeah, it's definitely exactly. a theory that works. Um, but this goes back a little further. What we were saying before, like, why did he show up there? I think it could be out of guilt if he was the guy who actually set the fire and killed Caleb. Absolutely. It's so, like, maybe he maybe he tr- tried to escape and Caleb was collateral damage and he feels guilty. Or maybe guilty. they
0: were gay lovers. They went to escape together and Caleb died in the escape. Yeah, And he's like, well, shit. <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we're
4: just, we're just writing prequels now. We're just, that's well, what we're doing. I,
2: I was going to say, my like the third time I saw this movie, my interpretation was that Caleb and David are distinctly different people, and this guy David did really know Caleb very well, and that Caleb basically, in his moments of death, reprogrammed this super soldier to go protect his family. Mm. That was my reading of it because the whole repro- time, I mean, I guess reprogram could repro- be a yeah, word that's for, a very in quotes word, in, you
0: know, go help my family. Right. A soldier would take that seriously, right? He's also, you he's know, also, he's this also like, a Manchurian candidate. Exactly. You know?
2: yeah. uh, because you, the whole time you have him looking at his watch, staring out windows. Mm-hmm. He seems to know something is approaching and he should not spend too much time here. There's a but, storm coming. But, right. But <laughs> this family is more fucked up than his friend Caleb let on. And if he's going to fulfill the mission that Caleb set him on, he needs to stay there longer and put them more at
4: risk. Uh,
2: which I think is another interesting, supportable interpretation of of the events in the movie.
4: He does spend a lot of time talking about it at the beginning. I mean, it's like it's a very clear uh, mission statement for the protagonist yes. to have. They're just like, I am here to do this. Like that's what we latch onto. That's what we understand. Which could be lies and manipulation. Sure, right? Uh, sure. Could actually
2: be the truth, and that's why he repeats it like he does. Like I, I think more evidence of this. And I re- this was something I didn't pick up on the first time. Uh, the first time I thought about this, watching it this time. There's that scene where. Mr. and Mrs. Peterson are fighting, uh, and he says, "Like, did you ever think uh, this could just be a guy with PTSD that came back and you just let him in our house? Like, what do you like? Why would you do that? Did you ever think about that?" And she's like, "Did you ever think that our son could have come back that way?"
4: She actually said, uh, "What if Caleb came back different?" Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. That is a very, that is very, a specific line, very, very specifically time. worded. Yeah. Yes. But well, one of the
2: things, uh, and then we he solved... says, "I think your parents are fighting about me." Yeah. yeah. Which is a thing a son would say about, like, oh, mom and dad are fighting about me again. Oh, absolutely. You know? And he would get that the vibe of, like,
0: this is the kind of fight that happened before. Yeah. When we saw this initially, and yes. the director, or not the director, the writer, the writer was talking about it, Simon one of the things he said was there there was a backstory. Mm-hmm. In the initial script, they, I think they probably I shot I think they even shot it. it. Yeah. He seemed to indicate it there was a, a the longer point cut where with more The audience just, you know, rejected it, and it was like, oh, we, we didn't trust our audience to just have enough information to go on it themselves. And so, who knows what that was in right. there? But it's better without it. Oh, it's because totally better we can without have it. this yeah. conversation, yeah. Yeah. and Makes we can different. make this. I mean, we've made three valid, interesting stories. From
2: that could the material be, of one movie. I don't want to know what the real answer. Me neither. Is. I, I, I would. Absolutely I don't want want to do. know. I kind of do. I want to see this is. longer cut or a <laughs> sequel. I think this this <laughs> okay. movie warrants a great
5: sequel. Uh, Who would the sequel be called? All right, the the guests. <laughs> the return. The return. <laughs> um,
0: oh, the whole team would come. No, The guests. The, the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you'd have you'd hey, have. Yeah, the, the team's all you'd here.
5: You'd have uh, Anna and Luke. You know, on the run because they're. Running away from they're this. orphans now too. Oh, yeah, yeah and nobody could
0: still be coming after them. That's true. He's yeah, coming you could after do a sequel them, like but that. now you—that would be very Halloween too. And now you could go Terminator Two, and he's like, "Listen, I learned a lot from that experience. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me if you want to live <laughs> 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 on your feet, soldier." Well, and
5: then you have well, but then you have you have the only other character who knows what's going on because think about it: all the government agents are dead, mm-hmm. the police have no fucking oh, clue man, what just happened. Jerk. And the only other character who knows what, like, somewhat what's going on and would believe the, the Anna is her boyfriend, who, oh, we don't have enough evidence to hold you. We just know that some psychopath came through the town and killed a bunch of people, and mm. you were in jail when this happened. So now he's going after the boyfriend. but right. that He's guy. going after the guest. He's going after David while David's going after the
2: I'm into it, the, the s- s- that guy was Are you really suggesting dumb. the stoner boyfriend becomes the hero yeah, of the sequel? That of that course. Is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you suggesting
5: do it- Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes the hero of Terminator Two? <laughs> <laughs> this conversation happened before. Yes, <laughs> it did. True. And
2: look, look where it went. I will say, uh, it ended th- in it Avatar. Ended. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I know, Mickey you commented at some point that you, uh, I, you, you seem to indicate you weren't necessarily like the choices that actor was making uh, with that character.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I liked them. Uh, as comedic choices, yes, I thought yes, he yes. was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he was intentionally supposed to be, I, I actually I was concerned that he would be a character that would, that would sort of come up more. And I was like, they're really not setting him up to be like a reliable oh, yeah, character, no, no, no. a valuable character. Because he's he's
2: useless overall to the plot.
4: Yeah, and and I mean, he's just like so comedically out of touch and helpless in the situation <laughs> yeah. that he's in. I mean, the the shot where the police officer is staring <laughs> yeah. at him, just just imposing and kind of hanging over his just dumb <laughs> dumb face. Uh, his, it was classic. It <laughs> was hilarious. Um, but I, I no, I don't think that he would be capable of becoming like anything. Well, I
2: would suggest to you that you see the movie. John dies at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie I really like and is real weird. Uh, right. where he essentially plays the same character but is the protagonist of a crazy movie as that character.
4: That sounds incredibly fascinating. And it, and again, <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It's not a dig on that actor. Right. I mean, it's not a. You know. He played it well and intentionally, (laughs) but I was just worried that (laughs) if this guy's more important, this movie's going (laughs) to start to fall apart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's in jail long enough to sober
0: (laughs) up. They took the pussy from Evil Dead, and now he's got his own fucking TV show (laughs) all about Evil Dead. that's uh well, you 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 leave the guy in jail long enough to like completely
5: sober up and then he reads a couple books on he how he joins to, the super soldier yeah, program he, and then yeah. he joins the super soldier program and goes after Show david me
2: the well, oh by the way here's another thing that's very interesting that i only caught on rewatching it a couple of times when we cut to that government agency which is like a really fun thing the movie does where all of a sudden it just, all the, you're just fucking in this yeah. place you've never been never seen all these characters you've never seen before are introduced, and there's this whole conspiracy being unfolded mm. very quickly in front of your eyes. It's, Just it's suits talking business. Yeah, I so it. entertaining. Yeah. It's great. Uh, one AJ of, Bowen cameo. Oh
0: man, I, and, I mean, and not even cameo because he's not really a famous right. person. But you know, for I mean, Dweez. listen, we love him. We love him. Uh, he's wonderful. Yeah, and he was. And he's he plays the best. Uh, you know, Bobo Giovanni Rabisi mm-hmm. Yes, man. Mm-hmm. In That's amazing. Yeah, he was great. Oh, he, he
2: was fantastic, uh, and I already forget why I, I launched into this it's thing sorry, about sorry. the. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I love Agent Bowen <laughs> I do too. Uh, I do completely forget why I launched. You were into that you about talking about um, how yeah, the
5: you cut to the, board, or you're cut to the government agency and the board. Right. Board. I don't
0: remember why I brought that up at all. Well, there's a really funny joke that they do at the beginning because it's Lance Reddick talking to a boardroom of people. Oh, I remember. And it's Go. clearly not going well for him because they're not pleased with what he has to do. It, it seems yeah. that he's like answering for something. Yes. And then when the guy comes in and is just like, psst, 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 you know, we've got a rogue agent or whatever, yeah. he's just like, excuse me, gentlemen, I've got like... <laughs> Something's come <laughs> something up. Something huge. yeah, And we don't know what at that point. We don't know anything about super soldiers. So it's just, oh, this is... The world just—they they wrapped a—you know—they just deep fried this taco. Yeah, and we gotta—we gotta get back to the. Oh, well, not only mm-hmm.
5: that, but you it was—it wasn't the military; it was a corporation. It was like yes. KPG yeah, yeah. corporation,
2: uh, yeah. yeah. And Which- they actually pop up in your next. Uh, they are the corporation Dude. that his AJ fa- Bowen's father works for.
0: Ooh. Oh, interesting. Yes.
2: Maybe he's the same character. I'm curious. I thought about cool. that tonight. Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, which would be fascinating. Uh, so, something Lance Reddick says in that scene, uh, which I didn't catch my attention so much until I started thinking about maybe this man is Caleb, is AJ Bowen says. He says like, uh, "Who put the call in?" And he says, yeah, "We yeah, haven't yeah. confirmed it yet." Mm-hmm. But it's but she claimed her name was Anna Peterson. He's like, and "What?" He like Caleb spins Peterson? around and has this big look on his face. He's like. As in Caleb Peterson, and he says, "That's correct, sir. Mm-hmm. So Caleb Peterson is a name that really means yeah, something yeah. to these right. guys,
0: yeah I mean, but it could also just mean like if there were six guys on this squad, for sure, you know, and it's any
2: like, of the names would mean red something flag, to them. You know, yeah. absolutely but still. It's, it's a big it's reaction It's
4: a big reaction yeah. uh, I actually th- noticed that Really like Really big Because I was so ready To make fun of him For being like Oh really You're gonna recognize Somebody with the name Peterson <laughs> yeah, 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 Really uh, yeah. but, that, but that only furthers The point that like Caleb Peterson Is so important That, that let, such a common Surname yes. is like Locked in his memory It's yes. like I gotta fucking spin around If anybody ever says that Behind me You know what I mean Right <laughs> Yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I got a
0: list of words That, that will have that effect uh, too. And I will, he those was those reserving
5: comments. That face for when <laughs> yeah. Someone said Peterson he just yeah he's used it
0: many times just in the wrong context <laughs> uh-huh.
5: did you say this peterson be like no nah, I, I don't know if think i would have wrote right it not. he would have
0: turned around and been like as in caleb kowalski and they'd be like no we said
4: peterson he's like oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> just, this isn't a very stressful meeting i must not have been paying attention <laughs> peter so peterson like aj bowen <laughs> um oh and also a really quick note on the kpg thing uh that is uh, in VHS 2 as well as being oh, in... Uh, yes. Oh yes, Adam Wingard uh, is sort of the head honcho of the VHS series. Right, right. And uh, the Eye Experiment is conducted by a military contractor that's also yep. called KPG. Uh, oh, so oh, have you seen oh, VHS oh, 2s? I have not. Okay, so awesome. Uh, the Eye I Experiment, say, the referencing
2: stars Adam Wingard. He directed it himself and he is the star of it. I
0: um, gotta say that, and as as much as I love all of his other work, I disliked that segment of VHS 2 pretty strongly. That was
2: like your least favorite
0: one of the, right? I I found it to be notably weak. Yeah, um, it just—I don't know. I've seen the eye. It is a weird the one. The eye did it better fifteen yeah. years ago, yeah. but at the same time, it's the—it's a great intro
2: chapter to a horror anthology. So I, it does serve its. I function. Also think it's that, stylish too. There's some really good say, style moments. That one has some really interesting camera moments in it mm. and some really interesting editing moments in it. Well, it's shot from his yeah. eye. Shot yeah. in the eye. It's, it's, a, it's a crafty conceit that allows for some fun filmmaking mm. for sure. Um, but I will. Agree I just with you. remember
0: it tacks on a weird background yeah. that as the final actions happening, they like exposit a lot of right. why it's happening. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I just remember being like, all right, all right, yeah. But yes, they so, do. I
2: do recall that that they reference the eye itself that he installs in himself as being from the same corporation. Yeah, he he across his movies has been referencing this corporation, and I'm curious to see if there is a... How uh, oh, that's going to If, gonna if there around. will ever be a movie where that uh, becomes a central focus. Well, I think it's just, there seems to be
0: a team of filmmakers here. Right. They work under... I mean, I know Bloody Disgusting puts out a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of the, the films and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, they're just all tied together into mm-hmm. the Thai West, into the Joe Swanberg, yep. and all, they're all kind of linked together, so it'll be like a V.S. universe kind of thing. I was just going to say, it reminds me of Kevin Smith. Yeah. Because
2: they're indie guys that happen to work well together. Yeah. It's... Yeah, these guys I'd are connected to um, Ty West, who made um, The Sacrament and uh,
4: House of the Devil. Okay. Um, and you had mentioned mentioned Joe Swanberg. Joe Swanberg, Swanberg. Yep. who, uh, who, if anybody's listening to this, whose wife, uh, Chris Swanberg, just put out a movie called Unexpected. That's very good. Oh, oh right on. fascinating! Let's check it out. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, uh, Joe Swanberg, is connected to them as
2: well. He's been in a few of their movies. He, like he was Act in VHS yeah. one. He I really was was like in the Ty West, West one. Yeah, yeah, And buddies. he's in Your Next as well. He's he's one of the stars of Your Next. Him and Aj. Really funny. The, yeah.
0: See, That's probably what made The Guest not on my list last year. Yeah. Was one, it, I I was picking for that slot. It follows yes, that, And it and follows, it follows went just over a masterpiece it for you. to yeah, me. For sure. I liked Your Next a little bit better. Oh, fascinating. I think that's, The Guest is that's like. That's the thing. I, I, it, well, I you know, love it is, Your Next. I think The Guest is definitely a more maturely made movie. It's yeah. clearly a, a stronger filmmaker. Yeah. But Your Next is the kind of movie I love. That yeah. is a movie made to my. That's soul. funny uh, th- that because that's the what the guest movie is, is to me,
2: which I know you know. You were mm. like, I, like I came out of it and I was like delighted when mm. we saw it. I was like, "This is amazing." This uh, is good. Well, that uh, was like right off the heels of of, uh, of when yeah. you first popped back into horror, yes.
0: and then caught some They Live, yes, yes, that yes. Was a, that was a was
2: uh, a, uh, and it, this is just my kind of movie. It's 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 uh, it, I I would say it's melodramatic in a very fun, weird way. Mm. It almost has a soap opera vibe to it. Everybody is treating it as seriously as a drama should be treated, uh, but it's wildly hilarious and they all in seem that to kind way, of you know could it.
0: Rub it against uh, David Lynch. Absolutely. I mean I think there's so many times where you're just like, that is weird, this guy's playing a character. Yeah. But this is happening in my town. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 there. You just
5: uh yeah, you you know, we've been constantly referencing the fact that it seems like an eighties movie. I think you just uh for the first time referenced the fact that it seems like almost a soap opera and yeah, it does seem like an early 90s or 80s like general hospital. Totally.
4: Twin Peaks. I think yeah. another yeah, yeah. I think a major component of that is how distractingly handsome the protagonist Oh my god, is. Dan
2: Stevens is
4: fucking incredible. We in we this actually movie. spent we we spent a lot of time during the film talking about actors that we most uh, field that he looks like and we literally named every blonde blue eyed actor in Hollywood well that yeah. just
5: goes to support Garrett's theory that he had the plastic surgery done already because uh-huh. he went into the plastic surgeon and just held up a bunch of pictures and said <laughs> yeah. make me look <laughs> like these He's guys like, can you
0: make me look a little bit like Bradley Cooper with some Matthew McConaughey vibe but I gotta have those Chris Evans eyes and if you could put it in like the shell of Ryan Gosling's so that I don't seem so threatening that would be really cool can I get a touch of Paul Walker in the <laughs> yeah. blankness yeah. of my face <laughs> yeah <laughs> if anything did we just make a very strong case for maybe we should diversify hollywood a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh
2: yeah he's fantastic in this because i the thing that is so amazing to me is like again this is the fifth time i've seen this movie and i still could not definitively tell you what that character's motivations are and i feel like if i said that about another movie i'd be complaining but in this movie because of the central conceit of the mystery right the fact that he gives a performance that i can't ever completely pin down and define as whether he's being genuine or disingenuous oh yeah to put up any manipulative. moment manipulative could go any way exactly yeah. like is he being manipulative right now or does he really care about this person or is he trying to like just play a game right now or is this really just an well, he, unfolding no, moment he, in his life
5: he definitely there's a couple points where he definitely um like the final when he when uh Jake kill or Luke kills him at the end, and he's like, "I'm proud of you, buddy, kind of like the the older brother effect, or when he actually does kill the 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 dad or the people mm-hmm. in the diner where he feels remorse about it, and I think he definitely does feel something mm-hmm. and he and and like I said before he can't hide he doesn't do a great job hiding his emotions right. at first, like the phone call he was heated yeah he does there's several times where he his facial expression reacts, and then he changes it or plays it off or something. But he definitely still has those emotions, and I think he does have the emotional connections with the people in it. But, yeah, I agree with everything else. I like as him far better he when does.
0: he's not completely robotic. Yeah, I to. I, yeah. be- I want to believe, and I... I- think that some of those scenes were genuine but i also think if you isolate any one of them you could be like i don't know he could be manipulating really He could just yeah. be
2: a completely manipulative bastard and there's mm-hmm. no yeah exactly and i think it's like
4: such a that is because it's such a layered precise performance you know mm-hmm. and i think what we can say for sure and and especially in all of those scenes you just mentioned uh he is lying we can tell what he's lying yes. about but so often uh, i find my, i find myself asking uh what is he lying about exactly, and why you know right? What I mean, so yeah. those are the issues that make it complex and interesting. He sort of treats us the audience exactly as he treats all the rest of the characters, and it works the entire way through the film, mm-hmm. which is very, very compelling
2: it is it's it's a this movie does just a really interesting thing with the way it reveals information basically yeah uh, it it keeps you on your toes, and even when it's telling you things, all those things are doing are fueling interpretation they're not actually fueling answers none of them are answers they're all just more fuel for more interpretation uh, like I in my review I described it as just like a movie that gives you plenty
4: of information but no explanation which is not to be confused with something that asks a lot of questions and then is too lazy or has painted itself into a corner too inconveniently to not be able to answer them. are
2: you trying to covertly complain about lost right now because <laughs> <bit>. i love <laughs> that television show <laughs> i love bit. it
4: i really love it <laughs> they got they got lost listen I'm just saying the oh come on man lost too yeah did you get lost <laughs> writing that joke <laughs> Uh, that was that was an accident. To be <laughs> honest with you, I, I'd like to say that I, I brought that here. Uh, that was an accident.
0: I just put the same challenge to everybody, uh-huh. and no one has succeeded. Uh-huh. End lost better for me. Yeah, do it. That's fair. That's fair. No one's done it, and I'm not saying the Two ending was perfect. Earlier. But the show Boom. wasn't about the ending. <laughs> the show was about keeping you. The hooked. journey. It was a. But even it's even a character story. The, the the character shit. It was a serialized show. Designed to make you go oh, till next week, and it did that for the better part of a decade. No, That's I totally fucking agree with that. Incredible. I t- yeah. I'm
4: not. I'm not in the camp as as Garrett and I were talking about a little while ago. I'm not in the camp that just you know watched a hundred and however many it's episodes. It's like
2: 175 yeah. or something,
4: and then decided like this is my favorite show. 174, 175. This show's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like that or anything like that. It was, I guess, not the most satisfying ending in the universe, but definitely I, not. I would never trade the time that I spent. Uh, in seasons two and three, like with the hatch discoveries and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, maybe I should. I could probably learn an instrument or something.
2: Listen, but... I'll do you one better. No one agrees with this. I think season five is the best season of that television. Season, season five, five is the shit. Is yeah.
5: season five the final season? Season no, five season is six. the uh,
2: the the what's the word for that? Preeminent, pre final. What's the word for that? I I didn't like the I didn't like
5: the first half of the <laughs> final season, but the second half of
0: the final season
5: I thought was good. There was
0: When Juliet fell in the pit and Sawyer was screaming. I why the fuck are we talking about yeah. I want to die. Book because yeah. Lance Reddick, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Actually, while we were getting into that, I was yes. looking up this quote because I brought this quote up on here before. Yes, please. And it's about scenes, but I think if we apply it to uh, David's character, it's exactly what we were just talking about in terms of not getting a read on him. Yes. David Mamet has a rule that he tells to his writers, mm. and it is every scene should be able to answer three questions. Who wants what from whom? What happens if they don't get it? And why now? And those are three questions that I don't think I could ever definitively answer at David at any point in the movie, yeah, he he's, by breaking that rule, he creates kind of an out of context
4: character well, that I think we because he so consistently breaks the rule yes
5: and, and his, I think his ambigu, uh, ambiguity uh, also adds a little bit to his the, the horror element of him oh like because, oh, because yes. yeah you yeah. know That's yeah why rob
0: zombie fucked up halloween because mm-hmm. he gave uh michael myers who's supposed to you know he gave him that background yeah not that the franchise didn't do that before him already but right, you know. right, right right yeah i
5: still stand by i i liked the original remake but then the second one was just like garbage
0: i would say switch out the mask call it something else and it's a decent slasher real yeah. stylish but i don't know fuck that up uh back to the guest. Yeah, well, but okay. I mean, if if they were trying to make a Halloween like movie, it would yeah. be appropriate to have a Michael Myers like character where we go, I don't know what he's doing, yep, but I know I got to get away, yep, you know, like I don't need to know the why. We'll
2: figure that out. So once we you stop want him. Rob Zombie to
5: remake the guest?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, no, absolutely not. Wait, by the way, I'm going to throw you guys another Halloween uh, parallel uh, that I put in my review that I think is just... Uh, it I'm r- took I'm place real... around Halloween. No, no, no. I'm real thrilled <laughs> with this, though. Uh, what is uh, Michael Myers, the scary thing about him is the... the the human mask that he wears, right? Mm. I was going to mention that earlier. Yeah. Not quite human mask. This is a man in a literal human mask. He mm-hmm. has someone else's face on. Yeah. Uh, and, then and actually, and the first a time blue-eyed that,
0: hunk, that she says he's not Caleb, the first thing he does is he picks up a giant Michael Myers-looking kitchen knife. Yep. It's the first thing he does yep. when she says he's not Caleb.
2: Uh, also, I was realizing this time, because it took me, you know, uh, I don't know, about half of my last rewatch to sort of come to this interpretation of it. So mm. now I was able to watch the first half with it. The way he interacts with Mrs. Peterson in the beginning of the movie before anyone else is there, he gives her a lot of really... F- like Flirtatious? I, I, no, familial uh, facial expressions. The mm-hmm. way she reacts to him is like her son just showed up on her doorstep, mm-hmm. which we could say, you know, if mothers and sons have the bond well, if that people was talk drama, about That would stuff, be what that scene 100%, 100%. would be milked for. There's 100%. no other option. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that could be another reason she saw something in right. him to let him she through the She connects with him because it's actually her son. Yeah, mm. that's why she let him through the uh, door. And he has these weird moments with her before anyone else shows up in the house where he gives her looks... For a second, he always breaks them. There's that you actually watch him physically break the looks, but he gives her these looks of like actual compassion, mm-hmm. and and like uh, and like almost like he misses this person, you know, this presence in his life. Uh, th- again, well, even this, when he kills her, he says what he Caleb says, would understand though, what I have to do here. Why would you say that if you weren't I think actually was, Caleb?
0: Well, I think he was saying that in. As a way of just reassuring himself, like, this yeah. is what I, Caleb,
2: have to do. Exactly, you know, like, because it was just- why would you try and comfort this woman in that moment? Yeah. If, you, if if it wasn't actually your mother or you weren't actually her son. Yeah, the other interpretation would just be like, it's clear they got along. Absolutely. He liked her. You yeah, know, like, absolutely. But, yeah. You know, that's not as funny. But he's like doing <laughs> so, laundry with her at the end. You know what I mean? It's oh, like all yeah. of these things are so familial. You that know what, what I mean?
0: just, uh, for me, I don't care what the reasoning is behind it's it. It's so funny. Because the reveal of him as it blows oh, away awesome. and he's holding the wicker yeah. basket, <laughs> looking like he's about to cap some motherfuckers.
4: <laughs> I actually... I really thought, and I was like, how was that the most convenient decision you could have made? I really thought that basket was full of guns. Oh, yeah, yeah I did yeah. too. <laughs> I,
2: I remember distinctly thinking that the first time I saw it. I was like, this is just like Snowpiercer. He's just going <laughs> to pull a bunch of guns out of that thing and unload. That's
0: a, the roses in Terminator. Yep. Yep. Just, pff, <laughs> I thought it was just like,
2: like Snowpiercer. Guns because and it's f-
0: roses. <laughs> it really was a <laughs> to that. It is, it is indeed. <laughs> Uh, oh, I was just going to say... Sorry. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. you were going
4: to continue your anecdote. Yeah, no, I just thought it was like Snowpiercer because his face is exactly like Chris Evans. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Absolutely. I'm and we all know that, that, that their house was
0: powered by children. <laughs> <laughs> little children in machines. Kids. <laughs> they're in machines. <laughs> that's the movie. Movie 43 is...
2: It's terrible. Like, there's... there's
0: Almost nothing redeeming about That's it.
2: That's that uh, series of short films, of, basically. They're com- all just weirdly supposedly uninspired. "quote unquote" comedic short <laughs> films, right?
0: Hey, one are, of, them's there's a couple of them pretty good. The the one with Leo Schreiber is pretty funny. It just doesn't really lead to anything. But there's a short commercial, and it's like a you know dogs in a pound in the eyes of the angel kind of commercial. Yeah. But it's a PSA about like be nice to machines because there's kids in them operating them, <laughs> and, you know. And it's you know people like hitting an ATM, yeah. but like there's just a sad kid inside. That's <laughs> funny. Money. Uh, it's on youtube so huh. don't watch movie 43 <laughs> just go on youtube and look up kids they're in machines <laughs> it's really wonderful and, and
5: then remember and then go back and rewatch snowpiercer yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh
2: okay so uh overall impressions uh like I, clearly i love this movie i don't need to say anything else about it i don't think i just i really love this movie i think it's uh, uh really worth watching it's it's sort of a I would call it a genre masterpiece, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. For me, for, definitely for me. I'm saying that definitely from my perspective. Well, but.
0: Whenever I review a movie, my review is based on two things. One, did I enjoy myself? Yeah. And two, did the filmmakers succeed at creating what they wanted to create? And this 100% fulfills both of those. Yeah. And the fact that what the creators wanted to create was something so bizarre and so weird, <laughs> yeah. but so in tune with my sensibilities, yeah. it's, it's perfect. It's, yeah. It really is awesome, and it shows signs of growth from their previous
2: film. Absolutely. And it
0: gives me more hope as to when they get some fucking money, it's going to get
2: real. I, you know, I, I actually hope that we've got another you know, four or five movies before they get real money. I would I love. Know, I'm to am not real guys money. Budget for this I mean, five million dollars. It's, it's got to be low. Five, yeah, five yeah it's got to yeah. be low. Yeah. But I mean, wow.
0: in terms of like where it's, you know, like a Pulp Fiction situation, where you get a Bruce yeah, right, Willis yeah. because they go, "I hear you're good." Right. You know, if they they see something like the guest see something like you're next and go, "These people are going places." I mean, you know, suddenly John Malkovich shows up and wants a role, and we'll do it for cheap. Listen, if I'm I'm I say it, I want him in it. But, you know.
2: If I were a young actor or even a seasoned actor that was looking to do like an interesting project, you know, to sort of Resurge my career if I mm. were like you know a seasoned actor, or get my career started if I were a young actor, or to
0: mainstream yourself, a Absolutely. la Lila Dorser.
2: I would watch this movie and go like, these guys fucking like they made Dan Stevens a movie star. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if that's how this is going to play out. It's a small movie that I I don't know has made huge waves. He's gonna do it. Uh, but yeah, they made him a movie star. Like that is a star turning performance as far as I'm concerned. I've said this a bunch of times, I said in my review, like to me, that character of quote David is like right for me, it's immediately up there in the pantheon of like big badass movie villain Uh, characters.
0: Give Dan Stevens a Marvel character. What franchise do we give Captain America? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, would be perfect for that. I or don't, a DC
0: character, whatever. Just give him a comic
2: book character. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, beca- well, because the sensibility. I mean, if we're basing it on this performance, the sensibility would be more to give him like a uh, a much darker. Like he would probably be a. He, actually, he would probably do a great Deadpool, even though he'd have to be behind that mask mm-hmm. the whole time. I think it'd be a good Robin in a good,
5: a, a well done Batman movie. That's interesting. Not the Flash. His yeah, oh, he way.
2: actually lo- he definitely looks to me like I would picture the flash. Yeah, well that's yeah. why I chose that. Because
4: well you don't you don't see uh a ton of range from him as far as like a superhero vibe would be because he's not a huge personality in this. Right. So that's that was I mean, just when I was thinking about that question specifically, like he is reserved. Like if I had only ever seen Gosling and Drive, like I don't know what superhero he would correspond mm. right, to right, exactly. Right.
5: Yeah. Isn't Gosling just a superhero? <laughs> yeah.
4: Indeed. I
0: was thinking in terms of, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Never mind.
2: <laughs> uh, I, had okay. a, I had a good one for That's it. That's okay. I, I was going to say, he's just, he, I, this character immediately jumped up there in the Oh, I know what it of, was. Like Darth Vader, If I could uh, un-Paul Vision, I would put him into some
0: Vision. Oh, for second, sure. Yeah, you know? he'd be good as uh, Vision. Although I,
2: I wouldn't unpaul paul that. That shit was on point, but, yeah. you know. yeah. I I just think it's like such a a phenomenal performance. It's like this whole movie hinges on that performance. Oh, and if reboot Kevin Bacon franchise
0: and put him into Kevin Bacon's place for the modern version, (laughs) that's what I want. Hollow Man, starring Dan Stevens. I want Sleepers, starring Dan Stevens. (laughs) I want Tremors, starring Dan. Stevens. that I would
2: do. I'm into that. Uh, Yeah, I just it's to me this is like a uh, like a star turning performance. You know what I mean? He he just fucking kicks this thing out of the but The movie would fall apart without that performance. See, it I, hinges on it.
4: I, I agree with, I absolutely agree with that. And as far as overall impressions go, comparing this to your next, which I did see in theaters. Uh, you saw your next in theaters. I did. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And I, uh, I gotta be honest, maybe it was like the situation or what. I didn't super love it. I yeah. really, I don't know what it was about it for me, but I wasn't really into it. And uh, comparing that to this, from what I remember, maybe it deserves a rewatch. Uh, as far as craft goes, yeah. it really felt like uh, their hand was much more intentional yes. uh, in this film. I would agree with that. And it's definitely more refined. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Technically they've gotten stronger. Right. Right. And a part of that has to do with serving the genre and serving like the tone of yeah. this thing. But also I, it just really it felt polished in a way that your next maybe wasn't the entire time. I would agree with
2: that. And I actually think that this is like one of those weird almost anomalies where like uh, not anomalies This is a bad way to describe it. But it's one of those weird movies where like there is not there's no bravado filmmaking in this movie. Yeah. You know, there there are no uh, big exceptional shots that we could talk about that we go like, oh my God, I mean, can you believe the technique of this? It's you very know? practical. It's, it's very practical. Yeah. It's it's almost Hemingway simple. Hemingway wrote
0: short sentences. Yeah.
2: But he's still a great writer. Yeah, well, you know? and that's what I was going to say is this is one of those movies that is just like very finely edited, I think. Like yeah. the editing in this movie, I think, is pretty impeccable. Uh, and utilizes very... Small, uh, um, subtle camera movements in a movie that is populated by uh, not much movement in its camera and, and sort of subtle in general is just like not a lot again, not a lot of big flashy filmmaking. So that when you get a move, like when uh, uh, Anna goes to sleep on her bed and, and, the we camera, move to the and the camera pulls all the way out of her window, swings around the side of the house, and then freezes on quote David uh, as he's just staring out the window perfectly lit by a red light that splits his body in half between like a light and a dark side as he's staring out the window. That's a fantastic shot. That's very simple. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, that is not even that There's flashy. There's shot I in think. the party that kind of does a tracking shot. Abs- yeah, And it's it, But it's more of a, like, we need to give you the geography of the house. To another, yeah, yeah, and it's like following one character and then breaks mm. the focus to go to another character.
5: I think uh, I was a real big fan of Your Next, and this actually, I was going to bring up Your Next in when you said, like, you know, my overall opinions of, yeah. of the guest. My thing and with the uh with the guest like you were saying like every shot and every scene was 100% intended you know exactly how it was with your next it seemed more of a horror movie where the type of like they had a, a bunch of great scenes and it was a great story overall but there were a couple like okay we need a kind of ch- uh chase scene here we need this here this there um you know just not as filler but just as a horror movie but with the guest it was like like you said there was much more, uh, uh, much more, camera work where it was, it was intent you know intended camera work for
0: that. This so movie's think very complex. Was also literally De- aping actual specificities yes. of movies, whereas yes. the guest was more of a stylistic thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and with, um,
5: your, with, with your next two, oh,
0: I, I still love the last. I still know, it's love a the last. At the end of the day, so you have to check your well, slasher my old thing, checklist. You my old,
5: uh, what I would, yeah, like, like I was saying, I was going to use your next in my uh, overall summation of this, uh, of the guest. And what I think with The Guest is it's... In, in Today, you have just a lot of shitty horror movies. And, I mean, I think almost maybe above other genres. Like, there's so much just shit spaghetti thrown at the walls. Well,
0: there's just so many horror yes. movies. Yeah,
5: and, there's, and they're mostly bad. So, I mean, I'm taken out of the genre a lot by that. But when it comes to, you know, when I see a really good horror movie like this, like Your are Next, like Cabin in the Woods, like It Follows, it, you know, that makes me like it even more because with your next cabin in the woods and this, it it, it goes for a style where it, you know, it has the comedy in it. And it, it's I don't know when they started doing comedy in horror, but it, like I it's think they have always gone. It's, gone it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gotten. But but it's like I said, the, this, the whole the genre labs. of horror just it almost sucks. But then you have these gems that stand out. And they do it so well, and then you have a movie like It Follows, where it, it's just so straightforward and no no comedy whatsoever. It's just a great, you know, well done horror movie. But then, like I said, you know, on the flip side, you have the guest, which is adds a ton of humor to it. Oh yeah, and if you can, you know, if you get the humor and you get what they're intending to uh, to do, then you enjoy the hell out of it. So,
2: and, the, and and I do love that about this movie is its sense of humor is like totally my kind of thing. Where it just it. It has a sense of humor. It's very specific to this movie and the world this movie is set in. And it never is advertising that humor. Mm, right. you, you either buy into the sense of like you either I mean, go like oh that is supposed to be funny always something funny
0: about someone's cooking and they get sauce on their face right right turn that into blood it's still that same funny thing it's yeah. just it takes a well, little it's, bit of something else the to be laundry, like, Ooh, oh, the that's laundry funny, basket
5: you know? was just the best though. Yeah. the sheet oh, yeah. the sheet flaps aside yeah. in slow motion like you know you've seen that shot a million times and the gunman immediately and he doesn't have a gun you know david doesn't have a gun in his hand he has a laundry basket helping the mom do uh, hang the clothes out in on the prairie and the, the huge bearded gunman with the freaking automatic weapon and just is like oh just immediately goes for it and he doesn't he doesn't get it but it's it's just yeah like there's so much so much of that humor just like with the kegs walking in yeah. I and mean, like 50 other times in the movie where david just it's it's hilarious especially you know upon re- repeat viewing when you get the joke and it's like oh it's you know it's an inside joke that once you get it's There's just
3: a lot of... Like, these guys can... They they can make a movie. Like, like, (laughs) they know what they're doing, and then all of a sudden, he has a little basket. They (laughs) they go from, like, killing people to just silly, just being just silly. Well, I think
4: think specifically highlighting the comedy that's present in a movie like this uh, that's presented as a very serious thing and that that does show up and say, you know, this is a thriller movie, but it's Mm -hmm. also a horror movie, and it's also an action movie at Mm -hmm. the end, which is, you know, it's, it's working a lot of angles and it's doing a lot of things, but the fact that it's able to present humor in a way that's really easy to, I think it's easy to consume I think yeah. it's you know uh but not lazy it's not hammy it's not it doesn't betray the tone of the film no. exactly yeah. and I think maintaining this incredible tonal control when presenting the humor that's available in the movie like is such a testament to the amount of intention uh that the that the filmmakers had and like why I think that this is a really quality piece of entertainment like yeah. i really enjoyed this i really thought it was a fun ride the entire way through mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of horror i, will, I mean i'm gonna, <laughs> yeah yeah like i'm really i'm often not on board and this is a situation where from the outset of the movie i was just like into it and mm-hmm. i was engaged and i was having again like i would suggest if you're watching this to watch it with a group of people that you like because yes. it makes it all that more fun to not only to pick apart things like does this mean this or, you know, what's my interpretation of it? But also to sort of, to sort of look at somebody else in the room and be like, did you see that? Like yeah, that was, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it, cause there are a lot of great moments like that. Nuggets well, it of, helps those laugh moments come through when you're like,
0: Oh yeah. Okay. We all thought it was funny. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like I I'm think not just a sick fuck. Yeah. Right.
4: Exactly. And I think there would have been moments that I watched this by myself on a laptop that might we not good. as, might not have been as fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was really great. I thought this was, this is a really, really good horror thriller. Um uh, Fun movie, like I don't yeah, know. I guess you just, just put it simply. Yeah, yeah, that's not Seen anything like exactly? This.
2: Yeah, it really. It's. I think it really stands apart as something very much its own thing. Even though it could very easily be described as just like, hey, it's like Terminator meets Halloween. You know what, oh, what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you, you could very easily be like, yeah, it's like Born Identity if it were a horror movie. You could, you could pretty easily set it as like a like a generalization. But I actually think it's very specific unto itself. It it is this genre mashup that becomes something totally
4: unique and wholly its own piece of cinema. Which speaks to the value of the vision of the filmmakers yeah. if they have more opportunities to make things and Absolutely. why it's important to tune into to what it is they're
3: doing. Not, and not only That's, them, I thought the casting was awesome. Oh, oh they're, yeah. they're, they're Every, fantastic. Everybody was great.
2: Yeah. Uh, e- down to small characters. Down to, I was actually going to point out, everybody was laughing about uh, the, uh, what, did you call him Jason Sudeikis? The, uh, the, I can't remember. The, uh, the, the, the guy, oh, I called the him Will Forte. Will Forte, the guy, guy that the runs the detention. Oh, yeah, uh, he was great. That's That guy is great. He has two lines, like three lines in the movie, and he is like, And then is, his throat gets cut, and he dies <laughs> in a pool of his own blood. Hey, it's great. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, but he's like, he's, he like eats up the idea oh, that yeah. he is the guy that's running detention and detention is having oh, to I say manage his dance. Yeah. No yeah. phones, buddy. Oh, you get Oh yeah, it back at he, the is, end of detention. he is loving that character, and it's great. It's like, and everybody's doing that. Everybody on the smallest level is like really bringing a lot to the the, the characters mm-hmm. they're playing. You make
5: uh, a right, then a, a left, yeah, then left. another left, and then a right, and, and then you go straight. Lance
0: Reddick even gets like a moment of just like, Are you fucking kidding me? This <laughs> shit, you know? He goes. You understand? He goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyone wanna now? You peaked, so 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 you cannot guess. No. Does anyone want to take a guess at the Rotten Tomatoes? Oh fuck! All of, right, uh, uh, the I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. Uh, I'll throw this out there. Your next is at seventy-five percent. Your next is seventy-five.
4: It's certainly higher than your next. I uh, I'm gonna go
2: sixty-seven. I'm guessing sixty-seven.
5: Uh, I'm gonna go a little higher than your next, just because it hasn't been around as long. So eighty-two.
4: I would guess the critics responded to this uh more like they responded to something like cabin in the woods not as much as like it being genre parody but almost like tonal parody and i feel like that's something critics would appreciate and understand but i i have no idea so i'm going to going to go high i'm going to go i don't know upper 80s probably 90% wow that's yeah. amazing i really
2: thought it would have been more of a mixed response because i've actually read i've read so many reviews that are like this thing fucking falls apart in the third act. That whole maze sequence is ridiculous and like doesn't do anything for
0: mm-hmm. me.
4: Nah, that was so dope. That was so I mean. love yeah, that. I, it, I love that. Even if it doesn't
0: fit, and I was more sold on it the second yeah, time. The yeah. first time it was a weird tone jump, but. Even so, unto itself, it's fucking great. Yeah. So even, even then, it was like, oh, that's fine. And I, I, mean. I actually don't think it's a, for me. I it's not that it's a, tone it's a job. This I think time, it's watching a... it, I don't think that right. Way. Yeah. It was the first time it threw me off. Now, once again, the caveat that always comes up oh, yeah. guest is that I walked out of the theater to, of seeing It Follows and walked across the street and saw the guest. So I
2: was a uh, he watched two of the best horror movies last year like back to back, and I. I I'm I'm actually very curious how my opinion would be influenced had I watched those movies mm. back to back because I I saw this devoid I didn't see it follows that wasn't until even the whole day later. it was
0: Housebound it follows right and you also saw guess. Housebound
2: which again another movie I just watched and really loved and for you I think got lost in this miasma of I, I
0: did like it yeah. I just saw a lot of people like hailing it as this like the right. second coming of Peter Jackson and I didn't see that um right.
2: I thought it was cool but I, I mean I really at the end of the day
0: it, it follows is. To me I think it's as good as Halloween. it's a very
2: exceptional movie i would say yeah
0: it's it's the one it's one that even if you don't see it now in twenty years, people are going to be like. People started making horror movies a little bit different after it follows yep. came yep. out. The same way that they
4: did with Halloween, Halloween and, and yep. the Shining yep. and shit like that. Yeah. Just a quick Absolutely. like watching this back to back with something else. Note: uh, It so happens that yesterday I watched The Born Ultimatum, which was oh, like really? a weird. <laughs> yes, it's like a, this was a weird follow up to that. I'm you know? sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if only uh, David like
0: punched a book into someone's throat, it would have been like, oh, that confirms what this is. Yeah. Uh, that is, he, interesting, he does though, dive you... through a window and appear pretty invincible against bullets oh yeah but for one yeah. I mean I believe they're shooting into the bed that he's under and he just kind of he, it's actually really slick when he slides out and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You know, it's, and, and like, a, it looks physically impossible yeah, he's yeah. like
2: he's like a little bit superhuman it's good training yeah <laughs> uh, yeah he I mean the, the moment at the end too where you see the man in the suit with the limp and you're like what? Uh, yeah. And then you see the blue eyes, and Go. she's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like Tim Allen. Yep, uh, sorry, Mike, Tim Michael S. Watkins shows up to do a Tim Taylor what's impression. The, what's
5: the last? Uh, what yeah. the fuck is that? The yeah, last what line? what the
2: fuck is the last line of the movie? Is is her looking at him and going, "What the fuck"? And then the and then it ends. I still uh, like, I
5: still like the be- the ending of the the very last scene in your next though. That's like one of my favorite last just shots. Oh of yes, I yes yes, yes yes
2: yeah yeah. yeah.
0: My favorite part in your next, if we're going to go there, is when we finally do get a grasp of who's behind it all. Yes. And the one lady is sitting on the bed next to the dead mother and the guy, she goes, I want you to fuck me next to your dead mother. And this is after they've en- en- enlisted tons of slaughter. And the guy just looks at her like, really? And she goes, you never want to do anything. And like, they just <laughs> killed a house full of people. But he gives her this look that's just like, I will eat you. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. It's awesome. The movie Swan, Swanberg is great in that. Oh, day. he's, he's really good. He's
2: yeah, you should he's see terrible. Your Next if for nothing else for the sense of humor of it. Uh like I really like that movie for many more things than that. Yeah. But the sense of humor that it has is so specific and unique to Your Next. It's it is so interesting. Or it's so in funny in a oh, weird, weird way. Look at yeah.
0: some magic. Yeah. Oh, baby. Look some magic. That's how, that's yeah, how that's the, totally the how it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just laughing because it's the, the Dwight uh,
5: Twilley band. Swanberg awesome. when he's uh, is he talking to is it uh, Adam Wingard? When not Adam Wingard the No, docu- docu- uh, Ty the, West is the documentary. Okay, yeah. Yeah. when he's talking to him and he's just like you know what I really like commercials you should <laughs> make some of those.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Just One is, is one of, if not my favorite filmmaker, I think, especially as of late. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Uh, I've not seen a lot of his movies, to be honest with you. We've gone back and forth about a lot of uh, Mumblecore stuff. <laughs> yes, we have. If, if it mm. falls into that. But I'm a huge fan of that. I think that uh, Kissing on the Mouth is excellent. And I think that now he's sort of uh, bridging the gap. I kind of loved Happy Christmas, like a lot, a lot. <laughs> happy Christmas rules it made me it's, so happy yeah it's such a it's such a good movie, and really like so is that. drinking I buddies drinking. Oh, that's yeah, I've, I've drinking heard drinking buddies and great. Happy Christmas yeah. really very good mm, yeah it's it's excellent he does a lot of really excellent work and uh and his kid is fucking hilarious yep. and oh, happy yeah. Christmas. <laughs> He, he's really funny in your next. He, uh,
2: he plays uh, uh, A.J. Bowden's uh, brother. I'm
4: going to have to watch it again.
2: Uh, oh, so he Joe Swanberg plays that older brother character where literally there's a moment where like they know they're about to all be murdered, And they need someone to run out of the house to try and get help. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. And they start arguing about who's fastest, even though he's got an arrow in his leg, and like their mother is bleeding out, and and, like, and someone else is already dead, and they're all arguing about who's fastest. I was like, this movie's amazing. Mm -hmm. This is like what a brilliant commentary. It's like it's so funny to me.
0: And what made it so good is that it is just a home invasion slasher movie, but unlike garbage like the fucking strangers, Mm -hmm. it's. It has a script. Yes. Lo and behold, we wrote <laughs> some characters into our horror huh? movie. It's
2: it's good shit. It is good shit. Uh, and it's a great reversal of the final girl trope, which oh, is, yeah. is really, really fun. I love that it uh, uh, sort of turns that on his head um okay uh so final thoughts on the guest everybody it seems like is super on board with this movie yeah see it yeah, see it with, with your cruising. friends Absolutely. yeah and that's i agree i think see it with guests <laughs> uh the guest should be seen with guests uh because it's, my last joke got shit on <laughs> <laughs> it's highly entertaining uh okay anybody have any recommendations about things you have seen recently uh it's usually away on the show it's just things you've well, seen i'll
0: recently. throw this out there uh all the all the talk this weekend's about the Fantastic Four, but uh the movie you should see this weekend, and I and I actually enjoyed Fantastic Four. But uh, the movie to see this weekend, without a doubt, is The Gift. I really want to see Uh, this movie. The Gift is wonderful, written and directed by Joel Joel Edgerton. Edgerton. Starring Joel Edgerton, Jason Bateman in an absolutely... And it's so hard not to call him Patrick Bateman or Jason Statham. (laughs) I nailed it that time, so it was good. Uh, Wonderful role for for Jason Statham. It's just some really, really cool stuff. Patrick Statham. And it actually, when you sit down and think about it, it has a lot to say. But it's also, you know, fucking hand that rocks the cradle kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And if you don't want to go to the movies, just watch uh, uh, What Had American Summer, First Day of Camp on Netflix. It's the
2: best. uh, What else? Anybody? Something you saw recently? Uh, 71. 71.
5: Yeah, it's at uh, at The Red Box. Uh, It's probably on (laughs) the one too. Uh, it's, uh, It's your cliched... Kind of trapped behind enemy lines story, but it's done in a different – the fashion it's done in is a very young British soldier. uh takes place, obviously, in 1971. Gets uh, stuck behind, uh, I guess, in IRA territory in Belfast for the night. And it's uh, – And what year does it take place in? Uh 1943. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's it's it. I love that. I love that genre, you know, Centurion, Doomsday uh, that, you know, it's like, oh, shit, we're stuck behind this, uh, you know, this this borderline that we we got to survive for the night or the day or whatever it is. And this is just a very serious take on it. Uh, and it's you know, I don't think it's based on a true story, but I, I like the way they capture the time. And it's I, in my opinion, it was great. And it was something that I didn't. I just saw, I didn't see a trailer for it. I just said, oh, this looks kind of good, and uh, you know, I re- I'm, I've been recommending it for the past week and a half to everybody.
4: Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, what do you got, Mikey? Uh, I don't know, just a bunch of things. Uh, if you haven't seen the newest, and it's not really that new anymore, but just a lot of people haven't seen it or don't know about it. If you haven't seen High Maintenance, if you haven't watched oh. the Vimeo series that they released, yes. uh, it's great, it's worth the money, uh, and there are 13 episodes you can watch for free. It's awesome. Uh, The new season of Louie was great. It's really not that new either. And also, (laughs) uh, Slow West. Oh, I watched that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You liked that? I really, really liked Slow West. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's a beautiful movie. It's Mm -hmm. something that's unique. Again, another movie that's unique tonally. This is an interesting take on horror and thriller. Uh, That's a really, really interesting take on Westerns. Mm -hmm. And it's got this Coen Brothers vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's really fascinating. Really great performance by Michael Fassbender yes. and the kid, uh, Cody Smith-McPhee. Yes. Brilliant. I really, really liked it a lot. Fascinating. Uh,
2: I, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, I My review of that movie was... Uh its title is its thesis. This movie is very slow and very west. Yeah, uh, it's, it's only it's, like
5: an hour and ten minutes, though.
0: It, it, but it, That's it, why I didn't see it, because it was playing at the Roxy. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to spend $10 unless I get like 90 minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, hey. so
4: I, Low key, I work at the Roxy, so just, you know, oh, we'll yeah? talk. Yes, we'll he, talk. Does. Yeah. Right he does. Right so
2: we might be getting to see a lot of movies coming here. Right We're showing on. Carrie uh, on uh, 35. Well, oh, well nice. let's uh, get us very some tickets nice. to that. Because I've never seen Carrie, so if I could see it on 35, on a big Screen. Uh, I would when love you watch to. when you
0: watch Carrie, it you're like, oh man, that's this crazy Stephen King movie. And then you turn around, and you're like, oh yeah, it's a De Palma movie. Yeah. And it's definitely a De Palma movie. Yeah. Right on. Uh, Got any recommendations for us? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck. I just rewatched yeah. this yeah, I, I the other I love
3: this movie. It's the top of my list it's, of my favorite I was going to say, this and it follows. Or that's this year, I guess. Mm. Yeah. But no, but what we do in the shadows, it's amazing. It's if you awesome. like funny things that yeah. are smart. Yeah. And you like, you'll like know it. You like it a lot. It's so fun. A lot of so good, good filmmaking in
0: there too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's very clever. The, it was the, made on the
2: cheap. Dan and I were talking about the uh, the the sequence where um, the the youngest vi- the the guy that becomes a vampire over the course of the movie is is running through the house trying to escape. Yeah, and how that's actually like a very crafty horror movie yeah. segment that has legit scares in it is a play on sort of found footage type horror movies just for a moment all of a sudden uh, it, it's just it's fascinating what they're able to do in the context of this this is spinal tap with vampires yeah. mockumentary
3: you know Plus, Rise Darby's in it. He's oh, the and best. D- uh, well,
2: that's Werewolves, not
0: swear-wolves. we Werewolves, not we swear wolves. You know what the original title was for what we do in the shadows? Oh, when they were writing me. it. It's cu- it was originally going to be titled "Some Interviews with Some Vampires." <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> it,
1: made
5: me, it made me want to rewatch our uh, Flight of the Concords and oh, yeah. watch oh, yeah. season oh, yeah. two, which I have, but have never season two, seen two season has eight.
0: inferior songs but superior episodes. Because <laughs> yeah. they had more. They had. They had. They knew what they were writing. But the songs they had to write for the season, they weren't just like sitting that's on That's just
2: like, that's a great uh, like poster review, like big bold letters. Like, yeah. Inferior songs, superior, superior episodes. episodes. <laughs> Flight of the Conquers. Yeah. What have you got? Uh, I have, uh, I'm trying to, uh, okay, I'm going to recommend Faults, uh, since we just watched the guest here. Yeah, Uh, Faults is sweet. Faults is uh, written and directed by... uh, Riley Stearns. Riley Stearns, who is Mary Elizabeth Winstead's husband. Uh, It stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Leland Orser, who plays the father, Mr. Peterson, in uh, The Guest. He is also the dude with the... Uh, knife, Dick in seven. Me, uh, me, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also a great character in Very Bad Things, which no one likes, but I love. If you love Very Bad Things, please write into Movie Movie because I'd love to hear anyone else that likes Very and respects things. that movie. I own that movie. I, I do too because I, like I love it, but that movie. I can't admit it because
0: it's directed it's by. Peter yeah. but he directed your favorite movie, I, Lone Survivor. I
5: never <laughs> and <laughs> will never watch. Did he
4: love see the kingdom? Did anybody feel? I I liked, good I liked about? The, the kingdom. Was good. Kingdom about. was all right. Yeah.
0: In fact, that was the first time that I was. Like that, Jason Statham, Jason Bateman connect. <laughs> Every time there's
5: a, anytime there's a half decent Peter Berg movie, I'm like, that movie would have been a lot better with anybody else directing it. All right, sorry to cut you off.
2: Though. No, that's okay. Uh, Faults is uh, it's, on it's on Netflix. You can watch it right now. Uh, it is again. Uh, a tonally interesting movie. It's a little bit funny. It's a little bit horrific. Uh, it doesn't necessarily play as either of those things. It mostly Mercifully plays short. Yes, super <laughs> short. Uh, and Leland Orser, I believe it's his first truly starring role in a movie, uh, as far as I know. Uh, I tried to look into that, and I think I'm right about that. And he is fantastic in it. Uh, it's hmm. a really, really good leading performance. Very interesting. It's about a, a cult deprogrammer, which is probably as much as you should say about that movie, and just sit down and get into it. Also, it's literally the entire cast of The Guest oh, yeah. as and other characters. Nice.
0: Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's of that same ilk. Yes. Uh, Actually, I, you would imagine
2: Leland Dorser got in tight with them as a result I, of The Guest. I will tell you, uh, without revealing too much information, I've been in contact with Adam Wingard a little bit, and I asked him, hey, I just watched Faults, and it's literally the cast of The Guest. Did you have much to do with faults and he said no but it's our producer and he saw the guest and was like oh yeah we'll just we'll take that cast they're right great Right on. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh so yes. It's um, all in who you know and now we know Adam Wingard so let's yeah, exactly. get him in here.
0: We um, want you in here on the show. We're talk, trying Adam come on. Stuff. Be be a part of it. You uh, did trash uh trash the eye movie I mean is. I don't think we I'm trashed allowed it. to have yeah, an opinion we, we, about it. We can, we can be critical. I still think that he's like one of the strongest filmmakers working today yes. with an insanely bright future. Yes.
2: So his his entry in VHS2 wasn't what I'd hoped. And I'll tell it's you okay. this. He's attached to the uh, the Death Note uh, American movie awesome. that's coming out, uh, which if you don't know what that is, is a great manga and anime series uh, that's fantastic, and his sensibilities are pretty much perfect for us, So I'm very excited to see him get a big budget and do an adaptation like that. I think that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, all right. So yeah, um, uh, August thirteenth, movie, movie
0: live, Jason Statham this edition Thursday. at Philamoca. It's going to be wonderful. We have Hillary Ray. We have uh, uh fucking. No, I'm not gonna get his last Brandon name. Brendan. Brendan Maddox. That's yes. his great. Name. And, uh, and uh, you know him. You love him. Alex Roman. Yes. Uh, I was actually much. thinking of posting the text message where I booked him. Oh, please do uh, on the website. That's actually quite entertaining. Put it, put it in the event page. I'm gonna put it on the event yeah. page. So check it out. Uh, follow our page. Uh, follow us on iTunes give us some reviews Yes, those help bump us up to the front of the page so uh, yeah, please fact, follow let's, us Let's do that. I don't even care if you listen <laughs> follow it, <laughs> yeah. it it's,
2: it's fine let's do that plugs uh, facebook.com slash I like to movie that's the number two uh, uh, at I like two movie that's the number two on Twitter uh, we are on uh, Libsyn you can find the podcast there you can find us on iTunes uh, just look us up I like to movie movie leave us reviews uh, and uh, message us on Facebook we'd love that send us a message tell us a mm-hmm. movie you want to to talk about anything we, we would love to interact with you should in we some announce the next way. episode
0: are we doing It Follows uh, let's do It Follows All right, let's so, do it. Uh, yes. to get ready for the next episode watch, watch it, Follows. it Follows it is available via Redbox um,
2: you can yep. watch it on iTunes rental I, I believe you so can, uh, you can rent it anywhere uh, you can find it, it. it. it's it, out there this is a movie that I will recommend you pay as much money as it allows you to pay for Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. it's a really good movie that you should see uh, and then we will talk the fuck out of it because it is it is worth talking about uh, okay uh, uh, so I'm on Twitter at Philadelphia. you can find me on letterboxd.com slash I've reviewed about 185 movies this year uh, and uh, hey Adam Wingard read one of them and really liked it so you should probably read my reviews they're great uh, um, uh, and that's it for my plugs anybody else throwing around uh, the table at Dan
0: Scully on Twitter it's Dan Scully across the board that is where you find me
2: I got my name on it
0: so that's that's how it works and log on to Cinedelphia dot com that's who i write reviews for and if the they're not on there then i put them on letterbox just for my own entertainment but uh (laughs) for the actual reviews on the internet at a place (laughs) go (laughs) see go to (laughs) (laughs) to to (laughs) (laughs) to (laughs) 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 to citadelphia.com and um yeah that's it for me
4: i think
2: around the horn close anybody
4: should I? Should I? Is it important? Okay. Yeah. Dude, I dance mean, dance, father, dance. Put yeah. It on there. Yeah. Put it right on. Uh, I do a, uh, I do a sketch web series uh, every other week. It's called Dance, Father, Dance. Do it with a couple of my good friends, John Del Vicio and Luke Strickler. Uh, they're good dudes. You can find me on Twitter at, at @mackieleaper. And uh, if you haven't seen it, really go go rent or check out or stream or whatever. Uh, Titanic. It's a little <laughs> movie. It's really fun. You might want to check it out. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's it's a it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing to see. I was,
2: uh, I was in a Dance Father dance video, and it was very fun. Uh, they're very funny videos. You should uh, look them up on Facebook and watch their videos. Any other
3: plugs? Aaron? No. Just you, uh, if, you, if you like open mics in Philly, <laughs> I met every single one of them. <laughs> every <laughs> single day. Please, just laugh. Please. <laughs> Perfect. He needs you there. If, Scotty
5: Pagnani.
2: If you want to follow me, uh, I'm going to be driving to Taco Bell probably. <laughs> so just <laughs> <hop on laughs> Perfect. I imagine that's where some people are on their way to when they listen to our podcast. I'm I'm probably going to go to Taco Bell. There's (laughs) one like two blocks from my apartment. It's amazing. Perfect. Uh, I did just buy a pack of hot dogs. (laughs) So who knows (laughs) what the night brings? All right, let's sign off this epic. Uh, episode 50, this was episode 50 We've Episode done 50 guys, thank We're you for listening everybody incredible. We yes, love you, thank you. And uh, uh, please
0: contact us so that we can do what you want us to do
2: Yes, we want to hear from you Okay, uh, we end the show the same way every time You guys will just pick up on this as we go And you will get included in it uh, So, signing off, uh, my name is Garrett Smith And I like to movie movie
0: My name is Dan Scully and I as well like to movie movie My name
5: is Scott Pagnotti and I also like to movie movie
3: my name is Mecky Leeper, and I'm glad to have just movie-movie. <laughs> My name is Ernie Bronwitz, and I love movie-movie. <laughs>
2: uh, and we all know that you like to movie-movie because we, we
0: like to movie! movie!